0: Hello, welcome to Exit Through the 2010s, a podcast celebrating the movies of the 2010s. I'm Jack Draper, with me is Clay Williams. Uh, are we returning to Sopranos Corner? An update about your first watch through on uh, the hit HBO television show, The Sopranos.
1: Mm-hmm, starring James yeah. Gandolfini and <laughs> uh, other various actors. Um no, I've, NBA season. I, no, it, it's just it's starting back up. I gotta watch all of it.
0: Does Gandolfini uh, play every role? Is that what you're alluding to? It's actually that's
1: like... no, actually true. Yeah, yeah. I, fun. People don't realize that. You know, it, it's a lot of makeup. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah. I haven't really been watching anything. I, I know it's a bummer to say, but it's just like you know, hey, it's like the Wizards are four and one. So that's what I can say. That's what I can. Uh, so good. Good for the NBA team, the Wizards. Uh, yeah, should we go to the basketball? Rep- should we turn?
0: Should we like put up a sign in front of Sixers represent- Corner? Call this like Basketball Corner.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can talk about you know our star center Montrezl Harrell and our you know we, we can we, uh, you know Kyle Kuzma, Kentavious uh, Caldwell Pope. I can get into all of that, but no one wants to hear it. Uh, <laughs> that's in my other podcast, Wiz Talk, Wiz Talk with Clay.
0: Hey, that would not be a bad idea. Just
1: no. I mean, I, I thought about it, but it's just, it would just me just be, like just ranting for an hour, just like you know what? I Wes Unseld Jr. He's doing a terrific job. Uh, you know, we need more perimeter on the you know just random shit that no one would listen to, but I would like. Yeah, it.
0: you just turn but, into like Barry Champlain from Talk Radio, like no.
1: I, I everyone was, uh, everyone is
0: like, or Mike
1: Francesca. My, Mike yeah, Francesca. Mike, Francesca. Francesca. Mike yeah, Francesca. Francesca.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you have people calling in, like first time long. Hey, Francesca. listen, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, like yeah, that.
1: <laughs> I would love to become an uncut gems character.
0: Um, <laughs> well, no, both of those I'll actors be. were, or both those people know were that's my... in gems. Yeah, 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 that's
1: yeah the, right. That... Yeah, tis tis <laughs> yeah. the reference.
0: Of course, I can't uh... add two and two together. Um, no, but yeah, math I is think
1: hard. math is hard.
0: I'm still going through Enlighten, uh, the HBO show from Mike White. It's really, really good. Laura Dern's great in it um jason Manzucas is also great in it um are you yeah. still doing the... your
1: best picture run through
0: yeah um i just did sound of music this past week i like it it was way too long but <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh what do i have coming up let's see uh yeah it's hey, on sound... yeah uh, marybeth what do you what have you been watching recently
2: Oh my friend! I just wanted to say my friends had a, 30- a 30th birthday party, um, and he bought a house, which is fucking wild. And at their party at one in the morning, we put on Sound of Music vinyl and drunkenly sang Sound of Music at one o'clock in the morning in his new house in the suburbs of Maryland. <laughs> that so sounds like a that, vibe. Yeah, it was. It was a great. It was a good vibe. Um, what nice. have I been watching? Um, besides a lot of yeah, movie, I didn't realize how
0: many songs though were like in yeah, Sound of Music that I, I already movie. knew. Yeah,
2: there's Nazis. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it gets
0: really bleak towards the end. It's it
2: fucking bleak. Uh, yeah. I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives at Beverly Hills because I'm a chill for Real Housewives at Beverly Hills. <laughs>
0: and- oh, My Fair Lady so, guys, I have next. Sorry, I just <laughs> forgot to, you know, but mm. that'll be fun. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn, you know. I like George Cougar, good director, but I don't really know what to expect of that one. I don't know anything about it. I know that one's really I've long never too, seen and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> never seen it.
1: So what's happening on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? What's what's going yeah. on? What's the what's what's the, what's the Let's go to Housewives status? Corner real
0: fast. What's
2: the half? Right. So they're doing a four-part finale for the season, and this is a season where Erica <laughs> Girardi, Erica Girardi's husband Tom, has been caught for stealing billions of dollars from his clients, of whom like like orphaned children and shit, and they finally billions that. with a B. Yeah, like... As in, like, the Paul Giamatti
0: show with Damian Lewis? Yeah,
2: I'm pretty sure Billions, I think. If not Billions, (laughs) Billions, definitely. Billions billions billions. on Showtime? (laughs) Billions on Showtime. That's how... Yeah. But they found out she divorced him, and then they're like, oh, shit, he was stealing money from his clients. How did, did she know about it? And it was, like, a whole drama about whether or not Erica knew that her husband was a fucking thief, and it became an entire, like, crazy thing. But the reunion is basically, like looking at her and, like, questioning her about all of her lies during the season. Wow.
1: wow. Four-part finale Gosh. is...
2: It's new. It's never happened before. It's a new one. Literally a month wow. of episodes about this finale.
1: Um, am the balls to be like, you know, you know a finale, right? You know how it's, like, <laughs> an episode? You know, Usually sometimes things it's end. two. Yeah. yeah, sometimes it's two episodes. You know, it's a finale. Uh, what about four? Not three, And it's four. like not
2: even the finale. It's the reunion where they all come together to discuss the season. So they're all sitting on couches yelling at each other about the drama they had during the entire season.
0: Yeah, and poor Andy Cohen has to be like, ladies, gentlemen, poor, come on, please. Poor
2: Andy Cohen is millions and millions of dollars <laughs> pouring in as he sits there and smiles his cheesy-ass smile and asks some questions and gets them angry. It's such a stupid thing, but it just like... Brings me yeah. so much like brain numbing joy right now. It's right. all, it's what I want and it's what I need. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. It's pretty this, like insane to see people like in front of camera, in front of a camera. And this is how they act when they're on television. Yeah. Like, finally, like this yeah. is my chance. Now what do I do?
2: Act like a fucking idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and I love it. So here I am eating right out of their yes. palm. Like I have. Oh played. yeah. They,
3: oh, <laughs> they got yeah. me.
2: I know it. Oh yeah. It's so good. It's just so stupid. The stakes are nothing. There's no well now it well the money the money getting stolen from people, that the stakes are high there. But for most of the time, there's no stakes. They're just rich women who have nothing else to do. <laughs>
1: right. It's great. Right. <laughs> so. I yeah, I mean I, I think no stakes is something I mean, I feel like people talk about that a lot, but it's also just like it's one of the best things media can offer sometimes. It's just like, yeah, this like happens and people are okay and you know. Next. That's yeah. I,
2: like. I also like to watch um, the History Channel knife-making competition show, Forged in Fire. Wow. Fascinating. Um, yeah, these probably are two shows you did not think were going to come out of my mouth, um, but mm. here we are. Um, Absolutely. My fiance, my fiance and I found it on Netflix, and then they put even more seasons on Hulu, and it is our go-to like zone-out show where you just watch a bunch of nerds make knives and be really happy and nice to each other. And it's like such a great example of like positive masculinity in a television show, and you would never right. expect it. But like these guys are just so nice to each other, and are just making knives and like being works oh and having a grand old time. The stakes are so low, and they're just like happy people. It's a. Great I mean, that's my thing with
0: Bake Off. I just exactly I need this to like close off my night. Exactly. The season's been. What if Bake Off,
1: awesome. but with knives?
0: This is something I must look into. In that you case. should.
2: Hoods on Hulu. It's really mm. good. It's low stakes. And I mean, it's not just men, but it's mostly just men because it's <laughs> and not a lot of women, unfortunately, are bladesmiths. But it's a lot of just like old guys with giant beer bellies and giant beards, just being very jolly and wanting yeah. to talk about knives and swords. <laughs> yeah, there is that it's tweet so going around.
0: There's that tweet going around where it's like... um, you know, men invented golf because they're too afraid to ask each other on walks, and it's a little bit like that. Like, um, <laughs> like they just are too—they just don't want to hang that. out with I each love other. That so much. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of that. Um, it
1: ha- yeah. thats so true. That, yeah. As someone who has played a round of <laughs> golf, that's the only fucking reason.
0: But yeah, like when you talk about television without conflict, that—that that reminds me of my love for the real world, or at least the very early seasons. Um, I, I've been watching the modern stuff. I, I'm working, I'm working my way up, but, but yeah, where it's just like you see a bunch of like teenagers or early twenty somethings, and it's just what do they do when? Yeah, uh, you, know, you get the conflict of the show and right like in the theme song. Like, what am I saying? But <laughs> it's just funny to see like a TV show that's not like a game, but it's also right. Still- Consider yeah. a reality TV show. Yeah, like like, there's Terrace, no reward. Like, ter- like Terrace it's House. Just... Did you ever watch Terrace yeah. House? The Japanese No, No.
2: So it's like, Is it like Big Brother? No. It's, I never watched it's Big Brother.
0: But I, I ought to. It's
2: more like real world in Japan. But much more wholesome. Because they're all very polite. <laughs> right. <laughs> like very wow. sweet. But it's very similar to like real world Big Brother. Um, but okay, much calmer. Sense. Way less like drunken and fighting. And like everyone's mm. having sex with each other. It's much more like... <laughs> polite and kind but yeah it's 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 cute again nothing really happens but literally you're just so engrossed in their lives it's weird but it's a good time
0: i feel like i need this yeah awesome
1: i yeah i i my kind of version of that right now is just i listen to this podcast kind of obsessively because it's like the most like like, they don't talk about politics. They don't talk about movies. They don't talk about really anything. They just kind of hang out and do and just like just chit chat. Um, and it's like What's it's, the all, pod? it's called Shout all fantasy, all fantasy, everything. Um, hmm. I've talked to you about it before, Jack. Uh, uh, past and future guest Josh Bradley got me onto it during the beginning of the pandemic. And I've like listened to all the episodes at least twice. Like, I, I, I'm. It just, it just calms me so much because it's, like it's just a bunch of these stand-up comedians just kind of hanging out and shooting the shit and telling jokes to make each other laugh, but also doing this kind of free-form uh, structure of drafting, drafting topics. So, like, I, I don't know if I've explained the concept before, but it's like... Um, what's an episode? Like, capital cities. And so these comedians who've traveled through, like, the, pretty much the entire country... Have, like you know they've been to almost every single capital city in america and then they just oh, like fine. okay what if we just sat here and like we drafted what our favorite capital cities are and so and and it just really gives them an opportunity to like talk talk tell stories and shit um and it's like super posy. it's like like there's no like it's not toxic there's no like lord <laughs> shit it's all just like these yeah. dudes like hanging out and talking
0: yeah yeah no that's that sounds great i, I am definitely subscribing to that um yeah, I, I like I like how freeform pods can be sometimes, when it's when it's not like super structured and they have to like hit every beat. Like uh, there's this one I said no gifts. Um, Bridger Weineker, this the comedian, he invites on guests and, you know, they chit chat for a little bit, um, but then they're like, Bridger, I brought you this gift, and he says, I said no gifts. You cannot bring me anything. That you promised me that you wouldn't. I, I, please don't. I refuse to accept. And they like bring him those absurd things. It's it's very, very funny. Um, Bridger's a delight. Like, it, he has like, he's one of those comedians that has a very specific delivery. They're like, oh, wow, you're a spe- like a very specific kind of comedian that I can't uh, compare you to anybody else.
1: These are some good guests.
0: Yeah. Like, Kevin Josh Porter is on there.
1: Ike, Ike Barnholtz um kevin c porter he had um
0: emma thompson on, and it's like what the fuck where is that coming from <laughs> emma Tompkins. thompson was like a fan of the show yeah
1: chris gethard yeah this is some good ass guess. Yeah. oh jimmy kibble never mind <laughs> never mind
0: yeah didn't listen to that one
1: yeah right <laughs> all right yeah. cara clank she's cool yeah, I've noticed like listening to like all fantasy everything like a lot and seeing all these guests. i like these get like I've listened to like di- all these different people in like different podcasts and stuff. It is so funny to just see like it really is like just a, a, ro- a like a um, rotary or not a rotary. What's it called? Like a rotation of like just the same guests on a lot yeah. of these podcasts. And now
0: we're we're sucked a- into that. We're, we're like okay, right exactly. We'll now
1: now we're a part Yeah. Of it.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a yeah, there's people who we've interviewed or not interviewed but we've had on and like i've listened to them on like my introduction to them was like through a podcast so it has been Mm -hmm. kind of weird to be a part of that process
0: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely uh... podcasts
1: are crazy man
0: (laughs)
3: they're
1: weird
2: this is a weird thing we do they are very fucking weird
0: (laughs) happy two anniversary two-year anniversary it's a it's going for life
3: thank you so much yeah
0: yeah crazy for we like came started around the same time um yeah.
1: Shit. Yeah. You guys started in twenty nineteen.
2: Yeah, October twenty
0: nineteen. Yeah. Same. Same as us. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That is crazy.
2: I know. God. Time flies when you're having fun. Slash when yeah. you're living through a pandemic.
1: <laughs>
0: right. right. <laughs> S- same thing. Same. Well, not same right. thing. Yeah. yeah. Fun. No, 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 uh,
1: pandemics. You know. Who can tell which is which?
0: Um. Are we ready to, to talk demons or?
2: I'd love to talk about some demons. Yeah.
0: Let's do it. What is your history with the Conjuring movies? Like when did you first see them? What did you know going in to your first time seeing them? Okay. And also so. what's your first exposure to James Wan? You know. <laughs> I'm just giving you the most. Okay. And also like Fair what's much. your what... <laughs> No, I'm just
2: kidding. <laughs> Okay, first exposure to James Wan was Dead Silence, which I love. I will I know that it is not no what people don't really like that movie. I have a soft spot in my heart for that movie. I loved it. So that was my first James Wan exposure. Um, I saw The Conjuring in theaters when it first came out, actually. Um, was so fucking excited for it. Like, this is one of those movies that like I, I kept seeing trailers for and was so excited. Saw it opening weekend in a packed movie theater, like, and like it was so much fun. I loved ghost hunting shows growing up, like Paranormal State, Ghost like Ghost Hunters on sci-fi. All those, like all that shit, I ate it up as a like a teenager. And Lorraine Warren was a demonologist, and a lot of paranormal states, So I knew who Lorraine Warren wow. was. Yeah. I didn't know a lot about her history, like in terms of her being not the Warrens, not necessarily being the best people, and being kind of grifters. But because I was like kind of young and impressionable, I like thought she was so cool and I loved her outfit. Like, I loved her like hilarious old lady outfits. Like mm-hmm. her co- like she dressed the way that Vera Farmiga dresses in the movies, like she dresses like that in real life. Like, Lauren Warren dressed like that. So I was super stoked to, to see this movie. And when I, I loved the first one and I saw the second one in theaters too. And I liked the second one, but not as much as the first one. Um, but yeah, I've loved these movies since they came out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, as for myself, I, I actually just, um, saw them.
2: Oh, really? Uh, For the first time?
0: And it's only because I never had an opportunity to be like, okay, tonight is Conjuring Night. And, you know, (laughs) right? Like, um, no, I, I mean, that's partially it, but I think it's, it's also just the escaped my radar. Like for something like, I hope we cover soon, someday soon, like the Babadook or It Follows. Like I saw them when they came out. I remember where I was um, like that. Those came out when I got into film and it was, it was sort of special to me to like find them on my own rather than someone introducing them to me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, with the conjuring, I think I was just a little, it came a little bit before me, right? Like when I okay. first gone to gone like uh, gone to loving movies mm. and I, I think I rem- and I knew a lot going into these like how it's based on true events and Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga quote, quote, play unquote, true events. Right. Let's, right. Let's, yeah. let's, I should. Let's be yes. Of course. Later. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they're scary as shit. You know, <laughs> um, and they're really, really great. Um, and, and also, like James Wan is sensational. Just yeah. he's the best. Talent. Yeah.
1: He's okay. he's just doing what needs to be done right now in the terms yeah. of the horror genre. He's just like you yeah. know what, fuck it, I'll put it all on my back. You know, I'm gonna like. Sure. It, what I mean that I mean like studio horror, like mm. like yeah. mid, right. accessible mid to yeah. big budget yeah. horror. Mid, yeah,
0: yeah, so and I
2: think I'd it, always y'all? the fuck like, like look at that shit.
0: I know, fucking
2: hey. malignant.
0: But I think look, I'd always like recognize I this it. as malignant um,
1: fucking rules. <laughs>
0: i always recognized it as like something, something that started to take horror seriously in this in this decade. Like, okay, this is like a modern classic, right? Like this like started the new wave, and, and like we got so many great things afterwards. Um, yeah, in my eyes, you know. Um, and it was something. And it was always something special um, that I knew I always had to see. And like I knew shots from it, like the shot of the hank the tree that she hung herself from, and um, stuff like that, but,
2: um, are you, Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just, are yeah. you a big religious horror person? Like do you like the exorcist and stuff like that?
0: The exorcist is great. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of other, um, religious. I um Yeah, I am. I am. But no, I think if religion is introduced, it kind of adds a level of prestige, right? Cause it's like, wow. We're bringing in Catholicism um we're fighting something that is heavily believed in uh in a large number of people like priests are like adults that'll come in and take care of this right like they're the firefighters for something that we don't understand almost um but Mm
1: -hmm. i never thought of a priest as a firefighter before but that's actually an insanely good analogy especially for like like fucking um Uh, exorcism movies like they are Mm kind
0: of just like they're the first responders in a sense I didn't think about Um, but like I I actually (laughs) I actually do have like a soft spot for for things that do involve ghosts though Um, Mm -hmm. like the haunting and the others I like I like those particularly and that's kind of what Juan is riffing on in the first one Uh, those two came to mind for me as a kid I lived across the street from this college it was a uh a Catholic school, like community Mm -hmm. college. And my friends and I around the neighborhood would go in and with our like iPod touches and and we would be like other ghosts around here. Like, or like we would go on a night with like flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like I dare you to go into the little church chapel area over there. Like, Go no on with a ghost hunting app and see if... Yeah, right, like, we you, were you dare would, each other. You like, have
1: to put a gun to my head to go <laughs> We would all have our, our iPod touches
0: preview. and time each other. Like, yeah, yes. And, like, wow. two minutes are on the clock. You have to stay there, and we're going to lock the door. Like, this is no, what our friends can tonight do. We have to stay in there. I thought that like, was around like a this time. Stuff, yeah.
3: not, like, real things that people did. I love that uh, Right. Did that. I
0: don't know why, why exactly we did, but it's like we were so bored. Like, this is... No, but...
2: Were you raised Catholic? Yeah. Were
0: either of you raised Catholic? I we talked I about this, this a bit in um, our Tree of Life and Spotlight episodes, but I went to Catholic middle school uh, okay. and then jumped ship after that. Like, okay. you know, I was, uh, <laughs> so I'm done. I graduated. Here's my badge.
3: Here's my gun. I'm done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> done with the
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I have a ton of friends that went to Catholic high school, but it's like I never knew anyone that was like Mormon or anything. It was like no one that was brought up in that area and like devout, like devoted their life to the ways of being a good Catholic. But I'd, I'd always like had religion classes and like Friday Mm -hmm. mass, but it was, it was always like, I I think around the time when I started to approach eighth grade, it's like, what is this? What are we doing? (laughs) This is like, we're
1: eating eating chips and drinking wine. It's like
0: a game. This is a game that we're doing. Um, But no, I, I, I think I, I' always yeah like I'd always approached priests and the altar and like stained glass, like the whole look of going to church and Catholicism I approach as, as something that's kind of haunting because I experienced yeah. that
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's
1: fucked up. I mean most religions yeah, it, are fucked up, but Catholicism is scary shit, man. I mean as mm-hmm. someone who, who's an outsider. Who is, who was not real, raised with an ounce of religion, if anything Protestant, but even then my mom's like, I don't know, figure it out. You know, whatever you want in school mm, with me. Okay. Like, not like barely went, I could not count on the, on my hand the amount of times I've gone to church for like a service or whatever. And I think yeah. it, it, it's like, and I mean, it doesn't count. Like, I, I've been to churches before, like, just like see architecture or whatever. Yeah. But like, not like to actually for service. Um, but I, I've never, I've always, always just kind of like, I don't know. People would ask me like, oh no, I'm an atheist. Exactly. I like, sometimes I like, I think there was like a, few, like a year, uh, like a three or four year period where I'm like, no, I'm a hardcore atheist, man. Like, you know, <laughs> it's all bullshit, that kind of thing. But yeah. now, now I'm and, like,
0: but like, I'm kind of like, um, believe what you want to believe. Like, it's fine. Like, right. Is there what, a like, man what... in the sky that lets us through heaven again? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, maybe. I think...
1: I, I, I have like I believe in like the idea of like energy being you know moved around different places like I don't know like I, I it, whatever I, I, I don't really have a hard opinion on it like it could be anything who knows um, I don't think I, or, or if like if it's something I feel like no one got it right I don't know I, but, <laughs> yeah let's t- yeah. again
3: yeah, yeah. I,
1: I think all of you are wrong or at least some of you are right and you just mash into all together and maybe it's something um, I would love to be like a hardcore. Like I believe in Greek mythology. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Pray to Zeus, but I do love. I do
0: love how like Ed and Lorraine treat it. Like they're using it to do, like solidify the things that they see. A right. bit. Like this is like we believe we have our beliefs, but also like heaven is real, hell is real, and the things that they um, represent are also real. And those are good things and bad things. And like, it's almost logical that they use to fight off these presences um, with their Catholicism.
2: Did you see the third what's one? Your...
1: Oh, I've not seen the third one. Okay. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I've...
2: What were you asking? Sorry.
1: What What's your religious background?
2: Uh, I was raised Catholic. I'm Irish Catholic. Boy, oh boy. I got that big old Irish Catholic family. Um, mm-hmm. My dad's side of the family <laughs> is incredibly Catholic. Um my mom's—it's mostly just my mom's parents, and they're—they're they're pretty liberal Catholic, though. For like where we, where I'm from, is like a very Catholic town, and like everyone about a generation ahead of me went to the same uh, Irish Catholic school. Everyone knows each other. No one left the town. Uh, so, very weird relationship with Catholicism. My mom didn't like—we went to church for a long time. I'm baptized, and I'm can. And I had my first communion, but I didn't get to confirmation cuz we stopped there. But like I grew up going to church and going to Sunday school and stuff like that. But I didn't go to I didn't go to Catholic school cuz my mom hated Catholic school and didn't want her kids to have to experience it. So, I am very thankful for that. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very, I am. Lucky what heart. was
1: your opinion during the whole time that before before you bailed? What were, were you like, this is kind of weird or like, yeah, that's all right?
2: Uh, I didn't really know any different. I think right. I was scared of God, and I was scared of the idea of God. Like, it free- like I was terrified of that mm. kind of thing. He's like, a scary fucking me. guy. It's scary as <laughs> shit, but then when my priest said to us one and like one time was like if you don't devote your life to the catholic church you're going to hell i was like this is bullshit like who are right. you like who the fuck <laughs> even are you to say yeah. that about us and that's when i that was like the day where my brain this was just like you know what my mom the same thing happened to my mom she was like absolutely fuck this like there's no way right. I'm picking my kids but like i appreciated that but yeah i remember that.
0: going through something similar in middle school like my friends and i uh, there was one time there was a Sunday mass or Sunday. There was a Friday mass like we did first Friday masses in middle school. It's like oh my god, uh, this is coming up again. Uh, and mass is one so fucking them-
2: long. It's a goddamn It's so fucking hour long. Of, I like, hate praying it. Praying and singing and <laughs> kneeling on these ugly ass benches <laughs> and just like singing yes, yes. and yelling and repeating things back <laughs> and homilies and shit. And it's just like goddamn it. It's So intricate. Like what is yeah, happening? Yeah. How do you all know the words to all these songs? And I don't, like, I don't understand. Anyway. So
0: my friend group, no, no, no. I I concur with all of that. But my friend group and I were like, there is a first Friday mass coming up. Let's not sing. And we're like, dude, I'm with you. And we didn't sing. And our teacher, who was like pretty high up, she was like, come here.
3: And we're we're like,
0: fine. We're going to suffer whatever this is um no well we were actually like a few generations after nuns were like
3: okay not I, I don't, welcome yeah.
0: anymore so it's like thank god um but no we just we were over singing like we were in the eighth grade like no you can't make us anymore we've sang enough for you yeah fools um
1: <laughs> you motherfuckers I'm You're done right. singing. fuck your god fuck you and fuck, fuck you jesus you stand christ for. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize like one of our friends was
3: smited. Joe Pesci, but
0: you know. Yeah. <laughs> right? Don't, uh, yeah. Geez.
1: Oh man, yeah. It's so. I, anytime anyone yeah. talks about the religious background, I'm just saying, okay. Well, that's no, mom, it. Um,
0: don't send your kids to Catholic school. Thanks for listening. Right. But,
1: yeah, so, that's that's yeah. our, that's our advice. But that's our I,
0: yeah, that's our advice. Yeah.
1: Anytime I hear anyone talk about the religious background, I'm just like, my mom was so fucking awesome. <laughs> like I just like I just thank I, I thank whatever you want to fucking thank like that. Yeah it just yeah. it, like she was just super just chill with it i mean i don't but the it, i mean the one drawback is i'm a lot of that culture is lost on me and so it's hard for me to wrap my head al- around a lot of it whether it, whether it be mm. any religion to be honest because I just i never had anything like that so it is mm. an interesting piece that miss i mean it like right like now it feels like yeah that probably that shit probably would have sucked like to be super devout but also it's like well, now I'm not like I'm not really well versed in the the you know biblical history and like you know the ideas of Christianity or uh, or Judaism or, or you know or Islam or whatever like I don't I'm just not experiencing any of it so it is kind of, I do wish I like took a religion class or whatever and I still mm-hmm. I still have time to but um, it's it, it is stuff that I'm I you know it's like a hitter it, it's pro, pro and prone pro and con about, like, not yeah. having any religious background. Um,
0: but then MB and I are like, well, well, f- fucking, fucking yeah. being raised Catholic was, like, inc- incredibly irritating. And it's like, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and so, like, I was raised Catholic and my dad, so like I said, both of my, both sides of my family were Catholic, but my dad's side was, like, really Catholic, like, very Irish, very Catholic, like, the departed, mm-hmm. like, from Philly, like, kind of, <laughs> like, I know the departed in Philly are not the same fucking thing, but, like, that is, like, the vibe. Right. That right. my family has. Um and so my dad was is it was and is still like really fucking weird about demons. And like I maybe he's meant also he's also mentally ill, so like that might have something to do with it. Oh, but, right. Right. <laughs> um But, like, he's, like, super weird about demons and, like, super big believes in them and, like, freaked me out about it when I was a kid. So, like, I grew up being really scared of movies about Catholicism and possession movies because I was like, that shit is fucking real. Like, in my head. Like, I don't really... I still have, like, a weird, like like, healthy fear of it because I think just, like, ingrained in my subconscious. But, like, my right. dad, like, my dad loves movies like this, but, like, I brought an, an exorcist shirt. This is undi- unclean spirit and on the back it's an inverted cross. And, like, I got in trouble for wearing that in his house. Wow. Like, I had to change.
3: Wow. So, like, that's wow. the kind of shit
2: where I'm at, like, with my with, like, that stuff. Yeah. Like, it's weird. It's weird. That's... It's wow. really weird. Like, he won't say demon names. Like, he's one of those people. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like holy, and I saw do you this movie whole, with him. Does he have holy water? Like he does. Yeah. Wait, are you I, serious? I'm not joking. Like my dad. Wow. Like, so my dad is really like I haven't spoken mm. to my dad in a long time. Like we have a very weird relationship, but like he does this yeah, very same. weird thing where he like makes little altars like when he's drunk and like. Wow. It's very bizarre. I don't under wow. my dad. It's very odd, but yeah. So that's mm. some fun background. What about, do you like, think of the movie? He loved it. But it freaked him out <laughs> because he was just like, "Wow, nah. So, so he likes, like, he likes the, he loves The Exorcist. Like, he loves those kinds of movies, but they, they scare him the most because he thinks that shit is, like, very real.
3: Right.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, if he loves it, I wonder if there's a part of his brain where he can compartmentalize like this is just a movie; it's fiction. There's no way this can happen. But yeah, yeah does he think? Did that, he think
1: it was real? Not 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 saying that he thought that James Wan conjured demons. Well, it's say based that on one, true events. Right, so. right. But like, mm-hmm. did he think that the Lorraine stuff, like the the both the Warren stuff, was like true? Like the stuff it was based off of, quote unquote.
2: I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's convincing watching it. It's like, ah, oh, man, fuck, that 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 probably happened or whatever. But it's like even yeah, though you know God like there's no is way like, it happened.
2: Really into that kind of stuff. There was another one. Was it cuz we were talking I don't know if it was like the the true story of the exorcist cuz it happened like around here in Maryland, like the actual like the story it was based off of apparently with like a little boy. Oh, interesting. And whatever. Um yeah, but my dad is also really into, like, paranormal. Like, again, I got a lot of that from him, of, like, being into, like, the paranormal mm-hmm. and, like, thinking it could be real and stuff like that. So, but he believes in all that stuff.
1: So, does and, A lot of so...
2: crucifixes that are in his house. Jeez.
3: Wow.
1: Okay. Wow. That's intense. Like, so, wait, so how different is it from Carrie? Like, well, the mom is... and Carrie- your, your oh, house. very different. Oh, oh, right. very okay. different. Not. It's okay. like a
2: little. It's more. It's like you see the weirdness if you look a little hard. It's not like super obvious. Right. It's at not first. You gotta kind of look Got for it. it. It's not in your Got face. It. Except for the weird giant crucifix he wears now. Like I think my dad's like reverting a little bit back to like Got Catholic Catholic route. Like root is really weird. It's like been a whole issue for a while of him like all of a sudden being very into Jesus Christ. Um,
1: right. Oh. <laughs> JC. Yes.
2: JC. Shout out.
3: Um. <laughs> <laughs> um.
1: So I had yeah, another question yeah. for you three, or us—not uh, you three, us three. <laughs> I was
2: like, "Who's the third person?" Oh, Uh, well, actually, it's they, JC, it's Jesus, JC, it's, it's the JC, Holy it God. is JC.
1: He's always with us, man. He's always yeah. with he's us. Always yeah. right in my heart. Yeah. The big man upstairs. So he's in my heart. the <laughs> spirit so, I'm guessing we don't, as, as, you know, us three aren't very religious, I guess we don't believe in demons. The idea of the, like, you know, demons of the Christian variety. Yeah.
0: I mean, ten-year-old Jack did, but...
1: <laughs> Ten, well, 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 ten-year-old Jack knows a lot, so maybe he's no. right. <laughs> no. no it's I, weird, I, I It's don't believe very anything.
2: weird. So, like, I don't, it's, it's like, I think I kind of mentioned this before. It's like, I don't believe in demons, but, like, I'm very careful to act like maybe they do because right. of the superstition that was, like, imbued in my body as a child. Like, I don't believe in them, but, like, there's are the slight chance that
1: maybe right. I'm wrong. I'm kind of the same. It's, that's why I don't say Candyman five times in the mirror. It's because even no though to,
2: there's no need for that. Like, you don't need to know. Exactly. You don't got to find out. Like, it yeah. be fa- it's probably we safe, can leave it be. We don't need leave it
1: be. It's it, yeah. In my heart, so I'm like, I know for it, like a hundred percent, it is not. Or, well, ninety nine point nine 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 percent, it is not true. Obviously, it's fake. It's bullshit. But I'm not gonna find out. I'm gonna <laughs> leave
3: it be.
2: But like that's it's the thing. Th- I don't need to be the asshole that finds out if that shit is real. Like I don't need exactly. to be the person. I don't want to be the sacrificial lamb. Like it's right. fine. Mm-hmm. What's
1: the point? What's the? Point? It's like where did
0: Mary Beth go? Oh well, she was wondering if ghosts were real. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, that actually gets to my second question. Or I guess technically third, since I asked the religious stuff. Are <laughs> we, do we believe in ghosts?
0: Yeah. Because totally. ghosts in
1: I Christianity do. is different. No, yeah,
2: I think I believe in ghosts not in like christianity ghosts but like i i have a i have a, a healthy belief of the paranormal i don't know if that means i believe in a heaven and a hell though right exactly. i just think it's very different it's not like a heaven or hell type situation here it's more just right. like a something has to happen right and like i've heard well, i've heard enough spooky stories from people that i know and people that i don't know To be like, there's something fucking weird going on out there. I don't know what it is, but there's something fucky going on. I can't explain to you. We know
0: all of us have souls. We know that part. And well, do we? Wait, wait. wait, We know
1: this. I would (laughs) wait. We we know
2: this. (laughs) (laughs) I need to check again. (laughs) They need to go
0: somewhere. That's all I'm saying. They need to go somewhere after we pass.
2: Something, something half. Yeah, exactly. I don't. I'm not like the kind of person who necessarily really like, ghost hunting. Also, again, because I don't want to ask the questions, I don't kind of want to know. Right. At this, like, right. I'm like, I'm good. But like, you know, if anything, it'll come
1: to me. I'm not going to come to it. If anything, yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I believe in ghosts.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't think I believe in ghosts, but I, but again, I think we're all under the same kind of like we're not confident of any of our answers here
3: cuz i think
1: you if you are you're kind of like i don't, not you are not like nuts or anything but you're just like uh, okay what what makes you so fucking sure mr like you know just like no yes like fuck off you don't know yeah. no one knows
2: that's the, Look, that's the... you, sh- you show me one convincing tiktok and i'll believe you that your house is
1: haunted <laughs> right true true right. True, um, true show
2: me one piece of 20 second surveillance camera footage right. and you got my ass i will believe right. that there's a ghost in your home
1: right
0: like, there was that true crime doc that just came out recently. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Tiger but, King. Like, <laughs> was like, oh, my God. Are we still stuck in that? Um, no. Tiger King 2, is
2: coming out. <laughs>
0: um, Yeah, like, it's about this dad. Well, something very bleak happened, but uh, this dad killed his entire family.
2: And uh, Oh, yeah. And put
3: the, d- there's the that moment that when tank. the
0: kids and the camera can't. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I saw um there's that little part you see in the background with the door in, um in the hallway and I, I think like there's this like apparition that moves by and you're like whoa yes i remember movie. watching that I mean, but like, it's in a totally banal moment so it's now yeah, pretty yeah. fascinating
2: oh yeah that was a really fucked up documentary i did not expect mm-hmm. it to end the way it did it was very sad <laughs> right I don't what it was called but um yeah but yeah oh i, lo- I love ghost shit. i love it so fucking mm-hmm. much Ghosts are spooky, I think ghosts are real. Oh, it's
0: American murder, murder the family next door. I knew it had something like that. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit right, it's time. about the twenty eighteen Watts family murders. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that's definitely it. Watts.
1: Why? Why does that sound
2: like? mind? It was a big deal. The guy killed right. his right. wife and his kids and like threw them in a water tank and like they didn't know who mm. did it for a long time and then Yeah, and he could, like it kept it on him. denying
0: for the longest time. Like he didn't look suspicious at all.
2: But he was like having an affair and it was like mm. super fucking gross.
0: I remember hearing about it on Dateline. And, this um, was 2018? Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it
2: wasn't yeah. that long ago. It was pretty recently. What the... F-
1: and the moment you guys said that, I'm like, oh, okay, well, that happened, like, in the 70s or something. Like, that didn't <laughs> no. happen, like, like three right. years right. ago.
3: Like, like, yesterday.
2: It was like the Parent case. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking crazy, man. <laughs> shit. I didn't think that shit still happened. Like, you know, like, I don't well, know. It
2: still does. Don't worry. You think we
0: got it out of our systems decades ago with all like? This? Right, exactly. Yeah.
1: I don't know. It feels like serial killing and all that kind of shit is so like <laughs> so yesterday. 1970s. Or, I don't know. Like, <laughs> right? It's so it's so 90s or whatever. <laughs> you have to be a real 90s kid to understand serial killing yeah. or whatever. But yeah, like yeah, yeah. Um,
3: 90s kids remember.
1: Yeah, only, yeah. But it's because now. I mean, not to like go down this road, but it's like now it's just like oh, it's just like horrible mass shootings or whatever. Like it's not. It, it feels. I don't know where that's the uh, gun violence is so much like prominent instead of like, like, you know, like serial killing or
2: I will say that I think there whatever. are like still like a lot of active serial killers that nobody knows about. What's that like weird ass statistic that like at any given time there's like X number of serial killers operating in the country yeah. or some scary shit like that. It's like absolutely, absolutely insane. fucking not. We'll never leave my house again. <laughs>
3: right.
2: Pandemic right. or not. Like pandemic I, or not. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if
1: like the like if we look at the statistics, I'm like oh man at least one of our guests has been a serial serial
2: killer weird oh interesting my <laughs> god if every podcaster is known to have interviewed at least one
0: serial killer <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask who you think it would be I'm not even uh, no like, no can't not. even but, like, we can't even
1: ha- how go many there. guests <laughs> has Mark Marin had on. What like uh, how many episodes? He's in the thousands. In? Right, he's exactly. Thinking, yeah. So there's one of like maybe he, like I don't know. Did he interview Robert Durst at one point? I don't.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Not uh, wait. Was try, it, no, yeah, I'm, Was try, it
0: I'm Durst? trying to think of someone cursed. He must have, he's kind of someone cursed. Oh yeah, him. I mean he's probably there's
1: interviewed like a tons of a
2: serial killer.
0: No, I no I don't know. But like
1: I
2: think he's like one shy of serial
0: killer. I mean, well no, <laughs> the thing know, about Robert Durst is that he killed three people, and I can't stop watching him. He's like I am so entertained by this little man. Uh, who who committed like triple homicide? You know, but it's
2: a little scary, very unfortunate <laughs> vibe, man. God.
0: Um.
1: Okay. So we got we got the ghosts and the Catholicism and the um demons out of the way. Let's let's dig into the first. What's your Conjuring
0: history with the Conjuring movies, though?
1: Oh me, yeah. I'm nothing that interesting. Saw the first one in 2017. Never caught the sequel. I knew a lot about it. It was always hyped as you know what's a really fucking scary movie, man? The Conjuring. You know what's gonna really, like, get you to jump? The Conjuring. Um, yeah. And I've... I think I've talked about it, it, it. We've talked about it before. I'm a big old scaredy cat. Uh, I, like... <laughs> We're I the like, same even in that what, respect. Yeah. And yeah. so I was kind of... I don't like to re-watch these kind of movies because I know it's just not gonna be a fun time for me. Even though, okay. like, I love them. Like, I love... Like, the first Conjuring, I fucking love. I think it's a, a fantastic fucking movie. But... I'm not gonna. I don't even know when I want to. Re- the only time I'm gonna rewatch it is with someone. I can't watch it anymore by myself because, like, even rewatching it, all the jump scares got me, and like, I fucking oh, ju- and I knew they would okay. too. I'm such. I'm. I'm the just the biggest chicken. And like the sequel, um, that jump scare with, um, the with the old man, like, like
3: oh, the crooked one? man.
1: No, 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 it wasn't, like, it was the whole thing with the TV, and it, like, kept going back and oh, forth, and she kept, like,
3: geez.
1: right, like, she kept going, like, what the fuck is happening, and then I think yeah. he was hiding, He wasn't he, like, right next to the TV, or hiding behind the TV, and he's, like, don't change the channel, I literally jumped out, like, I, so I, I have this kind of, like, recliner thing, and I go, and I literally, like, do, like, literally, like, <laughs> put my... Like I kinda jump. Like I kinda put my feet on the the uh, bottom of the seat and just kinda go like, What the fuck? You know, just yeah. nuts. I'm
0: You guys I'm know when they dude. would when they would advertise paramo- ter- paranormal activity and it would be the uh the blue light night vision. to see everybody in the dark. Yeah, and it's like you're that. You're like throwing the pop on so, the air. Yes,
3: yeah.
1: so easy. And I like and I, I feel like it's almost so easy that I bet if I watched like like the real garbage, of, like jump scare movies, like The Nun or whatever, mm. like stuff I haven't seen. And who knows, maybe it's good. um, But like, if like, it, but like the critically reviled, like people are saying, you know, it just uses jump scares, man. It's not that scary. And I bet it, like I would watch it and be like, oh my god, this is so effective. Like holy oh, the, shit! And the just, Nun like, is like not good, but it's so fun. Like it's
2: bullshit. <laughs> okay, but it's great. Okay, yeah, that's is the, that's good. the spinoff of, of this one? The yeah, because is- yeah, um. Yeah. The, the Nun is introduced, Valak is introduced in, this, in the second one. Mm. Um, and Bonnie Aarons is Valak, which is, she's incredible. Mm. And The Nun is like campy and weird, but like, I had a great time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's right. just like stupid Yeah, fun. and You know, I think the idea of jump scares is interesting. Like we're, it, we were in a time, I think the first half of the decade where jump scares were like kind of a joke and when they were done efficiently here... It's like, wow, it really, I think that's part of it that made it stand out.
2: Yeah, and James Wan's really good at jump scares. Like, Insidious mm-hmm. scared the shit out of me. Like, that was a movie that really got, really fucking got me with the jump scares. And I think, you know, jump scares have a bad rep. Uh, like, and they can be used really cheaply. And I think some people use them too much and take advantage kind of of that effect. But I Definitely. think Wan uses them really well, especially in The Conjuring. I think that he does really good jump scares. And I think they're really well-crafted jump scares um versus the ones that are just like meant to just get a reaction out of you without actually caring about the tension that is building with those scares.
0: Like, yeah. Like they're missing the point with it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think Insidious and, and the first Conjuring have the same, have like the similar reputation that Clay mentioned. Like this one's special. Like look out for that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I love, I also love the first Insidious movie Um a lot but
0: i need to check out
1: his like i've seen so i've seen the first two conjurings i saw the first saw um uh i've seen aquaman and malignant those are so i've like seen five of his movies um i do want to check out like the insidious one, like I, I, I want to complete his whole filmography. I might skip Dead Silence. I'm not gonna lie to you, but you
2: know. Come on you know. now, come on now. Know. There ain't no know, reason for you to be skipping to Dead Silence in here. If you're gonna watch all right. fucking all of his other movies, fucking watch. Dead Silence, all right, you,
1: you talked me into it. Good. Um, <laughs> the one. Thing, no, he's yeah, no,
0: like, been, what else can I talk you into? Anything? Right, exactly. How much power do I
1: have? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I don't know, like. You watched, I feel like I've talked, I we talked about so much about horror this month that I feel like, you know, I've like said everything I've ever, like, every horror thought I've ever had. <laughs> um, but just, like, on jump scares, you saw, uh, Nia Dacosta's Candyman, right? I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I mean, I, you know, there's obviously a lot of discourse about that movie. I think visually it's pretty incredible. It's, like, really well directed.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. I'm like it, I, I think it looks great. I was pretty sucked in by its whole atmosphere and the way she uses mirrors and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think anytime anyone talks, I'm, I kind of check out. Um, but like maybe besides what Yaya is doing, but everyone else, I'm just kind of like I, I I don't know. I, like this is this is some of it's kind of unbearable. Um, just because it's like it's so it's so clunky. Um, but my but like the jump scares in that. I think everything besides like so like i think all of the jump scares besides the stuff in the tunnel at the end when she's when or when he's when she's under the church mm-hmm. um I, I i think a lot of it feels so there's no time that like, like that movie's an hour and 30 and there's no time to really craft any tension within a given set piece
3: mm-hmm. and it,
1: it just kind of goes like, it just, like, I think the great thing about a jump scare is it, when it's, when the director in the filmmaking is patient enough to build to that jump scare, yeah. it's just not immediate. It's not like, okay, scary shit, scary shit, scary shit. It's like, it takes its time to really build it up, and that's what makes it an effective jump scare to me. Um, yeah. Which I got, obviously that's not a br- groundbreaking thought, but I do find it in a lot of some other horror films where I'm just like, bro, you can just take take your time, like you can really build up to this. You can make it really effective, but you're just throwing so much at the wall. in so little time that it kind of does. It just kind of bounces off. Like it's a blank. Yeah. Like you're shooting blanks at this point. Cause you've already kind of rushed the whole scene. So everything that happens from now on is going to kind of feel weightless.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: for sure.
1: Um, so the first conjuring, uh, I want to talk about the aspect of it being a true story um it's the thing that I was thinking about maybe the most when watching these movies I mean besides the filmmaking stuff like the context of using the the story of the Warrens to basically kinda to, to is there has there any has there been really like any other like movies that have been like yeah no it was like true, totally true. This is this is what really happened when it I comes to like exorcist any, stuff.
2: Uh, well, The Exorcist is based on like not exactly it's based on something exorcism, but of do Emily they but gross. do they
1: promote that? And I I don't remember. Yeah. Do they like say based on a true story at the beginning of The Exorcist?
2: Um, I think they did. I can't remember, but. Amityville Horror, too, they did.
0: Yeah, I was just going um, to that one Because
2: yeah. that was another Warren's case, actually, that they were yeah. kind of involved in. Um, they did that with The Strangers, and that wasn't even really that, like, that inspired by a true story, but mm-hmm. Brian Bertino used that. There's a bunch of movies like that that have been kind of... Like, that's been a big part of their marketing.
1: How do we feel about that?
2: Um, I think... It... it When it comes to the Warrens, especially, it's pretty gross because the Warrens were notoriously grifters. Like, let's just be real. Like, James Wan has made the Warrens, like, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson into, like, Catholic mommy-daddy. And, like, I love them, but, like, they're very different from the actual Warrens. Like, they're, like, Catholic superheroes, especially in the third movie. Like, they go full Catholic superhero propaganda bullshit, and, like, that was very frustrating. Um, But going back to that, I think that it feels very exploitative of the people that whatever they experienced, like whatever they went through, whatever they think happened, like it's exploit, it's exploiting something that actually happened to a family and they're kind of using it for money. And I think it's a little bit gross. I think right. if, you know, they, you get like this implicit, like it sign on from these families, but a lot of the time in these big ca- like these big paranormal cases, there's like a lot of weird, like the Amityable horror was this example of like, so much family bullshit around that and people being like they were lying and no one can like agree on what actually happened because Mm. you know it's who the fuck knows what actually happened and i i i I think the warrens
0: were going to go to court is that
2: they were and like but they showed up and they were like why are you even here or that was the enfield poltergeist the one in england there was one Mm. case where they showed up and like who the fuck are you like we didn't ask you to come here but they're like we're the warrens (laughs) and they were like get the fuck out of our house (laughs) I think that was the (laughs) Enfield Poltergeist, which was the second movie. But, yeah, they, like, show up at these cases, like, we're going to help you. But they just want, like, attention. And that's what I think is hard, especially with the Warrens, is that, like, it's based on their case files. But they wanted that money and attention so badly, it, like, kind of puts a bad taste in your mouth. Especially Ed.
1: Right. Good old Ed. Yeah, I was what what do you think jack what do you think about the based on a true story idea yeah
0: yeah um or i i don't know i i think it, most true stories are like can uh take creative liberties and that's i'm okay with that if you if you're inspired by something that actually happened while well, paying respect to it um i don't i don't see much harm in in uh in how it's how it's portrayed unless it's like made a mockery of um, but usually I, I'm, I'm not one to like pick at nuance. I think it's, um, if I didn't know that the differences were there, I would just be like, oh yeah, these things, these things happened. And it's, uh, the parents were, were factual and, you know, but yeah, generally in in horror, like we sort of touched on in Christine, it, it's like the, the line between, um, exploitation exploitation is like pretty thin yeah right. and
2: i think i think it really it just depends on the context of each story i don't i think it i'm more of, like of the nuance of like i think it really just depends on like the buy-in from the families who were involved in the story not just the people right. who like i came in and saved the day right like the people who actually lived whatever really horrible thing they went through or whatever they thought they were experiencing like right regardless of what actually happened there was some kind of trauma going on i feel like in the, and i'm thinking like in all the, these warren scenarios specifically like there was something traumatic happening to this family
3: right for
2: some reason so i
3: don't know mm-hmm. right <laughs> i think
0: as long as one uh sets out to like make the same feeling that these people went through with us i think that does like a good enough job to communicate the experience and I, I think that's okay with me. Like, Juan is a talented enough filmmaker to to realize like the the fact versus fiction aspect of of the story.
1: Right. Yeah. I, it's interesting. I, as I talked about earlier, I hate the idea of people being like, "Well, no, Christianity is like real, and all the other religions are fake." Um, like, the, no, this is like the real thing. This is actually true you know other stuff. No, not really. Like there, like that. Anytime you deal with ghosts, you gotta have a cro- you gotta have cross. You gotta have a cross because the devil's real, obviously. And we gotta de- you know. They're
2: all demons. They all need to be boarded off with holy water. Right,
1: right. And like it's the devil. It's no one else. It's not other another kind of you know demonic god of any kind in any other religion. It's definitely like the devil. It is Lucifer himself, Beelzebub. Um. And I, I always get bugged by that, um, even though I know that, like, you, it's hard to make, like, a movie like The Conjuring and to be like, who knows what it is? Like, you know, it, it kind of, it loses focus and, like, it can't, it, like, it becomes, it starts becoming kind of like a movie that doesn't even know what it's trying to do, in a sense. Because well, and that's like...
2: the, oh, sorry.
1: No, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Like, that's the problem with exorcism movies is that, like, it's very much based in, like, Catholic ideology that, like, Catholicism can save the day, which is what a lot of the Conjuring movies are based on. So, like, yeah, they're they're fun, but they really are kind of rooted in this, like, very Catholic kind of fundamental ideology that, like, God and these people who are conduits for the Lord are the ones who can save you. And that... Mm has like not sat well with me the more that I've kind of thought about these movies and especially right. and again the third one is like really egregious of that mm. like the Catholic super Yeah, that was pretty of, muted. And, pretty and, bold yeah. like the bullshit of that one and mm. I just like have a hard time kind of like the exorcist is like that and like it's just like, a lot of like very much like pro cath a lot of pro catholicy religious horror movies and a lot of religious horror is based around Catholicism. And so that's, I get frustrated with that too, because there's so much, so many other religions out there that have horror movies that deserve more attention and not just like the typical, like piss, like pissed off priests, some holy water, right. Or a crucifix. Latin. Like, yeah. like, yeah, these people in like the, I love these movies. I'm like not trying to be an asshole about the movies. It's just like No, but I'm, I am I are, share are, your saying. They are 100% like Catholic propaganda. Like right. there's no if ands or buts about it. Like it's mm. definitely like look at what the Lord can do. The Lord right. is all that exists to save your soul. Right. And it's like ooh, don't like that message very right. much, but ooh. Yeah.
3: Right. We no, we I'm, need
0: the yeah. the true Catholic believers to to win oh, out I'm so in the sorry. end.
2: I me her like, tummy and it's a very good day. <laughs> oh, this day, this day is turned around. Sorry, oh you know, like the no, 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 no. no bones. That was deserved. No, bones we needed and no that.
0: bones. Have you heard? Yes, of that on TikTok? yes. It's
2: like a no bones day. It's like a bones yes. day. My cat showed me her tummy and let me pet her tummy. Um,
0: I I'm dictating my entire days off that that 13 mm-hmm. year old pug.
2: That fucking pug. <laughs>
0: Good morning everyone and welcome back to yet another round of no bones. The game where we find out if my 13-year-old pug woke up with bones and as a result we'll find out what kind of day we're going to have. Anyway. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, but I, you know, it would kind of feel uneasy if we just let the demons just take hold of Ed and Lori. Like that would just feel <laughs> like we see their eyes turn and they're just like choking one another. I don't know. Like if they didn't win out in the end, I guess that's the only other.
2: stations to the Lord with crosses. Like, I just don't think that's necessarily necessary. Like I, the movies are supposed to be about the battle of good versus evil, which is fine. Like there's totally a place for that. They're like, they're just very black and white. Like these are not movies right. about like nuanced people. These are like the battle for our souls. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and they know exactly what they are and like, you know, like, I take themselves very
0: seriously and I think they take themselves so
2: seriously and like the first one, not as much, I think, but I think as they've gone on, they've started taking themselves even more seriously, which is so funny to me. Um, Right.
0: Well, the devil made them do it. So
2: the devil did fucking make him do it. Jesus. (laughs) And like I had such fun a strange sometimes, I had fun with that movie, but like it just that one was weird because there was a really like, actual murder that happened with that one, and like that was a weird case in the general when they were like, oh yeah, this kid was really possessed and killed somebody, and it's just like, right. ooh, that's that's where it gets even ickier to me, where it's like, hold on, like this is maybe perhaps not the time for you to be coming into court saying that Jesus can save this kid, and it was the devil that made him right. commit a murder.
1: Right,
2: <laughs> and they treat it much. so like,
1: and those and these movies treat it so factual in the setup. Mm-hmm. No, this is actually what happened. This is true, and like this it's like a is here's,
2: witch possessed him. It's like, ooh, I don't. Right,
1: and like here's and, a, here's a video here's a videotape of this little girl changing her voice. So it must be true. That's it. Exactly, it's
0: done. exactly. And, and you know, you kind of mentioning what happened when the Devil made me do it. It reminds me of uh, that whole Slenderman case, right? Um, if y'all remember. Yeah.
2: So the one in Wisconsin with like the two little yeah, girls. Yeah, where the little girls were. Yes. Oh. Yeah, and, they made, yeah, yeah. and they
1: made the movie because they're like, oh, yeah. but what if that actually did happen? You know? And
2: that, but that was so fucking sad because one of the girls had undiagnosed schizophrenia, early onset yeah. schizophrenia, because her dad had it. And like, no one. Mm. They were like, oh, wow, no, these girls are mentally ill. Like.
3: <laughs> right.
2: Oh, this wasn't
0: some cute thing that they were inspired by a video game. No,
2: well, yeah. this was like the internet became a haven for these lonely people and they already had some stuff going on and like it only exacerbated it and it's just sad but right, the sensationalism of that whole thing with that movie that movie was so fucking bad <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, heard, wasn't, yeah, even yeah. That's it nice. wasn't even good it wasn't even good it was, good. was good. just shitty right. but like it just so exploitative never mind
0: the exploitation of that terrible like case of um, manipulation yeah
1: Right, I mean, and the thing is, the reason why I think Juan gets away with it from, like, the the real, like, moral implications of the first two movies is because, like you said, no one was, like, murdered. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that that's, like, the line where, like, oh, if no one was murdered, then you can do whatever you want, but it does, like, there's no real, like... You know, it, it, it's different if you have a victim who is no longer with us. It's different that, you know, like, this person, like, actually died and their life will never, like, they will never be restored. They're done. This is, like, they, the, the, they could not live out the rest of their life. And now you're making a movie about it. It's basically saying, well, her, the, their murderer was actually maybe possessed. Um,
2: Well, that's a similar thing with, like, serial killer movies where it's, like, we sensationalize the serial killer and, like, get really obsessed with the killer and then, like, forget that they killed a ton of people and the families that have been, like, and that's a pretty common refrain. So I think that kind of extends to situations in horror. But, again, like, a lot of the time in the true stories of horror, the hauntings, people don't usually die. Like, they're traumatized, but there's not usually death involved. So it's a little bit weirder because you're like well no one died it's like yeah but still like something weird happened like regardless of what it was something fucking Mm -hmm. bizarre happened to a family or a person like have you ever seen um entity the entity with barbara hershey
3: oh that's oh
2: that's fucking nuts it's based on a true story of a woman who believed that she was getting raped by a ghost like on a regular basis like it's based on a true actual case it's really wild the movie's really the movie's good, but it's it's hard to watch because there's a lot of really like intense sexual assault scenes in it. Um, but like that was a real thing that happened. Well, the woman like alleged it happened to her, and that it, they made a movie out of it. Yeah, that's, that's weird. That's fucking yeah. crazy.
0: Right.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. It'd be, it. Yeah. It's. Oh, but then because... I think
0: it goes back to your belief in ghosts, right? Like, if this isn't one person enacting horrible violence on another person then what what other options do we name this it's ghosts yeah. right it's the paranormal it's, it's spirits but there's no law for that there's no charge you can draw it's just
1: right like you're like oh you know like yeah it, because it's a creative liberty and so who like mm-hmm. it, it's i see yeah no, i see what you mean like there's no like well you obviously were lying because this is not true because then a court would basically have to say well ghosts aren't real <laughs> like you know and that's kind of yeah i don't know it's interesting like, that's i think obviously... that's,
2: well, that's one of the scariest things about entity is that like she is the movie the movie portrays it as if it's actually happening and it's fucking terrifying because then it goes into like how she's treated like a crazy woman and how scientists like treat her like a lab rat like poke wow. and prod at her to like figure out if Jeez. she's lying or not and that's fucking scary. And, like, that happened in The Exorcist, too. Like, they thought that she was crazy and she went through all those medical tests. And, that like, you see her go through that horrific uh-huh. medical testing and, like, the medicalization all those needles. of the body in uh-huh. a lot of these uh-huh. movies. Uh-huh. But that's a huge thing in these movies of, like, women's bodies being unruly and, like, mm. not being able to, like, understand why they're acting this way and not believing women. And that's a whole other thing I could talk about. And before. then also, like, um- you <laughs> can even
0: take it a step further, the priest is usually the male figure and like that's oh, the person that's to yeah. come in and,
2: and stop it it's always the it, older you know? male person the patriarchal huh. figure who has to restore order on the female body and so in the conjuring it's quasi-similar I mean you have like Vera Farmiga takes a pretty big role as like a, as like a savior here but Patrick Wilson is the one who commits the act of exorcism against the feet like the, the mom so like there still is a patriarchal control and like you can, the Catholic church is a patriarchal system. Like even if Vera Farmiga as Lorraine is like a hero, she's still taking part in a patriarchal system that is very right. dominated by men. And they're enacting control upon the unruly female body as this mother who wants to kill her children, who is so she's an unfit mother. And it's like, it's, it's like, if you think about it too hard, the conjuring really is just like very much based in a lot of these kind of like, age-old stereotypes with religious horror and Catholicism and horror. Still right. really fucking good and fun to watch, but if you think about it it's it's too hard... It still here. rips. Right, yeah. Like, it's still it's right. so fucking rips and it scares the shit out of me, but it still is very much just like, ooh, women are scary. Right, <laughs>
3: yeah, right.
0: it's a bouncing act, definitely.
2: Ooh, <laughs> <yeah>. spooky women! <laughs> <Unruly> <laughs> right. That's your Halloween
0: costume this year. <laughs> right.
2: yeah.
3: Spooky yeah. women! <laughs> right.
2: Oh,
0: jeez.
3: Oh, God, fuck, jeez. God!
0: But, oh my god it's, do a that. Do that again. it's a woman
3: fucking woman <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but like um, you know and I say that and again I still love the first two Conjuring movies I think yeah, they're like really yeah. fun The but Exorcist
1: like, is one of my favorite movies but I still think it's like kind of morally fucked in some respects
2: oh 100% it's 100% morally fucked and that's so great like Right, that's what I love about mm. horror. You can see all these things and be like, "It's fucked up," but you can still have a good time watching it. Like, it's yeah. important to acknowledge this flaws, but still be like, "I can still enjoy it." I just know that because, mm. because the Catholicism is fucked. And the like, flaws make it better,
0: right. honestly. Yeah, sometimes. right.
1: Yeah, sometimes um, it is interesting to have like that more. Like, if you're, like you're watching a whole thing and you're just like morally conflicted the whole time. You're like, "I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this." It's, it's somewhat. I don't know, it, it, it's not like, it's not always great. Sometimes it can just be like, oh, this is actually kind of like gross and like, oh, I don't like this. It, or sometimes mm. it's just like, you start, it, it makes you kind of ponder or question your own your own self and like what your lines yeah. are. And sometimes that can be, uh, not cathartic, but like useful. And I think uh, also like, yeah. uh, uh, I, you know, I think it's worth something. Sometimes, But I think in, in the
0: case of yeah. Juan and The Conjuring, sometimes like you can, you can be like it's it adds a level of detail to be like this is the case of ed and lorraine warren they went to the parent family in 1971 and it's like all laid out in that cool font text scroll and, and it's like this is the conjuring and it's like wow okay this actually happened like it it adds a level of um of like a, it makes it
1: official authenticity it, to and, it like, authenticity it that, yeah that air and, of yeah.
2: authenticity to it for sure
1: how do you, so how, how well do you remember that first time scene in the theater? Mm.
0: Pretty Let's well. Let's go back to 2013. Things were a little bit right, easier. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Was I still... Rewind the clock.
2: Where was I? I was like, I think I saw this the summer before my junior year of college. No, hold on. I was in college. I, I was okay. some, I was either 20, 19, 19 20. No, I was 20. I was 20. I saw Got it in the it. theater with my dad cause we wanted to see it opening night and everyone was jumping and sc- yeah, it was a very fun communal theater experience. Cause people were like, I can jump- only like, imagine. like no one knew what The Conjuring was. It was still brand right. new when we saw it. So like people were jumping in the theater and we're like, we're
3: scared.
2: And like, we were all laughing when we jumped. Like it ha it was a good like communal theatrical moving mm. experience from what I remember, like we were all like holding each other. I got right. really mad at my dad because him and his wife were like cuddling, and it was really awkward. <laughs> I it's was okay. like, "This is fucking weird." Like, yeah. I'm here you have to play third wheel. Um, yeah. Like, it do you want really... me to leave? Like... <laughs> I, it was really awkward, um, but I mm-hmm. still had a good time because it was the like country. Yeah. But yeah, and
0: this and this thing also just like made a ton of money, like twenty mil on a I you know, it or so twenty much mil much. budget on, and it made like three hundred million. Like, it that's, made that's, so like, much money. So much like, money. Yeah.
2: Between The Conjuring Surprise, right. and then Insidious and then Aquaman, they were like, "Here, James Wan, have the, the yeah." Black Warner Batman. Brothers
0: kind of like they. He's one, of, all their all like, yeah. Yeah, he's one of their guys now. Yeah, I think how that's else like, do yeah. you
2: make
1: how else do you make Malignant if you're not one of their guys? Oh,
2: absolutely, yeah, he, and that's what I fucking love about that. Like, you gave this fucker a chance. He's totally like, in
0: rotation with like Clint Eastwood and Zack Snyder, like definitely. Like,
2: and I love that. that. Well,
0: not Snyder, like... not Snyder, not Snyder, not anymore. But oh, uh, right, yeah, that's no, that's true.
1: But like Eastwood, Cooper. Um, like, Todd Phillips, I guess. Right,
3: you know? Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, but yeah, yeah,
1: but like, yeah, he's definitely like one of their like we have you because they've lost. You know they lost Snyder. They lost Nolan. Yeah. They lost Nolan. They're losing their guys after that whole HBO. I Max don't know about Ball.
0: Villeneuve, but you know it's like.
1: Well, I yeah, mean, he
2: meanwhile Juan's like yes, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. People would have watched. People would watch my shit for a long fucking time. Right. So I don't give a
3: fuck. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: I made dead silence, right. motherfuckers. I can do right, exactly. anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a blank check. I mean, like, and... Look, I that mean, was malignant.
2: I, I celebrate that so much, because right. Malignant's fucking incredible. Like, malignant that was made nice. in 2021. Malignus is a
0: blank check, you think? Yeah.
2: Oh, one, that is 100% yeah. Yeah, yeah. a blank check to me. After Aquaman, they were like, oh, buddy, honey bunch, do whatever the fuck you want. And then a malignant <laughs> came out, and everyone's like, what is this? And everyone saw it. Like, people are still talking about it. So, like...
0: I think that's Even one more, that paid off with the dual HBO theaters. I think so too.
2: Thing. I think it did. It worked right. for Dune. It worked for Dune. Too.
0: Yeah, worked for Dune. I right.
1: I think he was really what he was really smart in doing. Like after Aquaman 1 came out and people were like, okay, obviously like it's the most like I think it's still technically the most successful DC film ever made, which is fucking crazy. Aqua fucking Man is like be- like more successful than The Dark Knight or whatever. Like, we we'll just think nice, about
3: it. we'll
0: just think about it this way. Orm.
1: Orm is yeah Orm Orm is pretty cool. Orm. We're, we'll, yeah. we'll 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 one day we'll talk about Orm and his, and you know it should have been called Orm by the way but it it's, another, it's another short. Orm. <laughs> Orm and just like uh, and still I think that would make a billion. Um but I it is he was re- people, after the first one came out like okay obviously they green like the sequel like right? okay he's going to make them back to back obviously that's like the most efficient way possible it's like no he was smart to make because he because let's say he makes because he had Let's Furious 7 in
0: between. Let's not forget. Um, no,
1: Furious, Furious 7 was before
0: uh, Aquaman. Oh, I thought you meant Conjuring 2.
1: No, no, no. I'm talking about Malignant. Oh, okay. Um, Wait, oh, he, Because oh. people were like, okay, why not make Aquaman 2 right after the first one? Why don't, like, go straight into production?
3: What oh, you're, you're talking about was,
0: Aquaman and Aquaman 2? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, continue.
3: Continue.
1: Um, but... I, I was it, it was smart because let's say he made those both back to back and then he makes Malignant after Aquaman two, and let's say well and, and who knows I don't really know how success quote unquote successful Malignant was I don't think there's been been really any numbers, uh, besides maybe like like box office wise but let's say, so let's pretend that it was kind of a bounce or whatever or like it didn't do much if it bounced right after Aquaman two they 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 could just make they're like oh I guess you know no more. Like you can't, you don't, you don't do blank checks anymore. We give you IP or something, and you have to do that. We don't, you know, we don't trust you for your original projects. What he did was he did *Malignant* before *Aquaman 2*, and goes straight into *Aquaman 2*. And *Aquaman 2* is probably going to be very successful, so he can just basically like. So what? No matter how well *Malignant* did, um, he he's fine. He's totally cool. Like because he did it in the sandwich between, so now he can't get hit on. Like because Aquaman 2 will do well, so he can't get like the hit for Malignant. I
3: think, it, made
2: th- I think feel like he's made thirty three million worldwide. So and... plus
1: HBO Max. I don't know. I, I I guess it's hard to understand what they're count- counting as a success anymore because like with this whole yeah. thing. But I mean that's not horrible. That's not like like a that's not like that's not black hat. You know it's it's <laughs> it's something.
2: It didn't make, it did not make back its budget, unfortunately.
1: Right. Yeah. And
2: so it's, it, it, so. But it got people fucking talking. If it it did, if it did anything, it got people talking about his movie. It was word of mouth.
1: That was. He just really knows how to work within the studio system and also maintain integrity, which is hard to fucking do nowadays. Especially if you're Mm. in the middle of an IP machine, like, and The Conjuring became IP. And he made it IP. He made Insidious yeah, IP. Yeah, he, he made
2: Insidious IP,
1: yeah. Like, like he, 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 made, he made a whole fucking extended universe after, with Conjuring. Yeah, Soft. he's French. He, he's really, like... Yeah, I don't know, he operates so well. Like, he knows when to get out. Like, after the first one, he's like, yeah, no, I don't want to, like... <laughs> no, I'm good. After the second <laughs> Insidious, I'm good. After the second Conjuring, I'm good. Like, he doesn't... He's not. He doesn't like stay longer than he needs to.
2: And
0: a I, little I, bit like J.J. Doesn't... Abrams in that respect. Just like
2: He's right. Like, oh, I said, I said that You guys leaders. can fuck it up all you want. I'll still get the money for it. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get my name in the I'll, credits. Like, I'll like hang on as a producer,
0: matchup. and then you can. Yeah. He's exactly. Really and,
2: fucking savvy, man. And all,
1: and it, but and it's not and it's not like you know. That's, not not saying that, like, that's his only contribution, but he's also, like, a great fucking director. I mean, The Conjuring, Mm. for all, yes, it's scary, but it's also visually fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, Mm. yeah, it is very visually beautiful and, and good and cool.
1: And even the sequel, it's, like, it all, he all, he gets to do all the camera shit he wants. I mean, in the first one, there's that wide shot, or that really long hallway shot of when their daughter is like looking downstairs kind of near the um near the like the cursed room or whatever and it's just like this and it's so like it's so far back and you just see her in the background and the hallway looks like the longest hallway in the world and it's and there's so much negative space and it's so consuming and so creepy and yeah. he just, he really loves those wide shots in those hallways. And and also, like, being you know, like, I guess we'll just put the camera upside down right now just to fucking make everyone, like, what the fuck's happening? Um, but he also does, like, he also maintains um, geography really well. And the, mm. the, the, the first one, especially where you're just like, oh, I know every single ins and outs of the house. Like, I know where everything is so well.
0: Yeah, and, and of course, like, move-in day. Like, that's, like, the perfect displayed it to do that in um like the in like the we know at this point in horror as a genre what's to come with haunted houses where it's just like okay yeah like you got all like the creepy furniture and um like the wood is creaking uh just but they're played so well and like you could you forgive all that and just lend yourself over over to the movie um
1: he, he never gets gimmicky, which is mm. hard to do, especially with this kind of...
2: Yeah. It, well, and, like, he, make, some, he... Yeah. Something I like about his, like, it's not gimmicky, but you can tell it's his style. Like, especially in the way he designs go like, the way he kind of does ghosts and, like, has them look and how he styles them in a very fascinating way. It's, mm. like, not gimmicky, but you know it's a Wan creature because of, like the eyes are super exaggerated and they have like a kind of vintage feel to them. A lot of them do. And like, I feel like there's such an aesthetic that he has with his ghosts. That is really, really cool. It's almost like something a
0: kid would imagine.
2: A ghost yeah. Like. Yeah.
1: But they all feel really solid. They never feel mm-hmm. like, yeah. they feel like you could touch them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, he's very much, he's not into the idea of like a, like a floating transparent spirit or whatever that goes, you know, like like, like,
2: people playing ghosts and like, 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 there's no, like, it's not as much CGI. It's like solid entities that are more than just like, you know, ethereal beings, but like they're in your face.
1: Right. And the time he does CGI, he does the fucking crooked man, which is like stop motion. Which is nuts. I that was, was so,
3: sh- I, I was so that.
1: shocked. It's like, like I, I, I I, didn't have it, like, I don't own it on Blu-ray, so I, like, I watched it on, I think, I think I watched it on HBO Max. I think I watched both of them on HBO Max. But, like, I would love to see behind the behind-the-scenes of that stop-motion Crooked Man, because it's, like, it's obviously, the way it's moving is obviously not, like, regular CG. I mean, it is obviously, like, not, like, they didn't actually get, like, I don't know, they didn't get, like, Phil Tippett to do anything. But, like, it, <laughs> it moves in such a way that is so, it, it, it feels yeah, like really a a stop motion model. It's so, it's so great. It makes it so yeah. much more enthralling and interesting than just some CGI blob with no texture.
2: Yeah, for sure. My favorite is when she's putting, doing the laundry and the sheet falls off and it wraps around somebody that you didn't yeah, see there. So good. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I was just going to bring You're that up so too. Obliged. Oh my God. That is my favorite in the entire... Franchise—it's just so startling. And just like, and when you when you realize,
0: like the the girl that was under that tree that she hung herself from, the feet—it's like, I, yeah, the feet. Oh my god! And yeah, and, and when it's right next to Ron Livingston, who is incredible in this. Um, Ron Livingston and Lily Taylor, just like, just super solid. And, I love
2: Lily uh, re- Taylor, reliable. So
0: much. Yeah, she's so him. she's so underrated. I mean, they're. I like how they have actors who aren't like capital M movie stars. They're just so. Like they, they just really commit to all this. The the four leads.
2: I love her as a mom, like Lily Lily Taylor's character as a mom mm-hmm. figure, and I just she sold it really well to me. I really yeah, definitely. Liked her a lot. Um, slides,
3: and and like...
0: I, I think I think Ron Livingston like does. Um, skepticism well where it's like i'm really concerned about my family but we can't like abandon this house we just bought it like like, i'm not gonna often leave when yeah yeah. oh my god yeah yeah really great
1: (laughs) legendary sideburns
2: legendary patrick wilson's Um, pretty good too
1: and he never Mm -hmm. does that annoying fucking thing that i hate in these kind of movies even though like it is technically based on true story but i always hate the thing where it's like well obviously this is not Fake. I mean, like obviously, this is not true. Obviously, this is fake. There's some trickery going on. Like this is not real. Yeah, Especially when yeah. the characters see. He's not their irritable. Own eyes.
0: <laughs> like, right. Like, and he's not like get the fuck out of can... my house. Like he's not doing that kind of. Right. Because
1: yeah, he, he because it's like it's one of those things where if you're watching a movie and you're wa- and you're seeing what the character's seeing, and you're like, okay, obviously that's ghosts. Like that couldn't. And they're like, I... no, it can't be. Absolutely not. You're like, dude, you're just being fucking obtuse at this point. Like I, it, it it's yeah, always he's... useless conflict that makes me so irritable
2: well and like he's not the usual horror movie dad who's like the mom is crazy you're a bad right. mother like there's something <laughs> right. nothing's happening here like he isn't much he's skeptical but he's not like outright like you're a fucking crazy person which yeah, is definitely. so refreshing because i feel like a lot of the time in these movies the dad or like the male figure is like nah you're nuts <laughs> and like like you right. said and like it's very obvious is like stubborn to a fault in terms of like not recognizing that something is obviously like, fucked up is happening in the house. Right.
0: I think Living, Livingston and uh Taylor match each other's energy with just the way they control their performances and um, yeah. while uh I I think they both carry the brunt of how how they're going to deal with this. Like none none of them are or, or n- neither of them are uh, skeptical more skeptical than the other.
1: Right. And I I love the gentleness that Livingston has as, like, there's a, a, a little exchange of, like, when he first sees, like, the bruises going on, like, the bruises, and he's like, I want you to go get that checked out by a doctor. I feel like that in so many of these movies, like, especially the males, like, he, you know, like, oh, okay, sucks, all right, see ya. Like, I don't know, that, like, concern ends up, like, oh, you should go see, I want you to go get, see a doctor, get that checked out. Like, that real concern and genuine, like, compassion and just, like, also being, like, you know, in, instead of basic, instead of saying like, "Well, obviously you're doing like, obviously those bruises come from this," so there's no need to get anything checked out. It's just more like, "Man, that's not, like, I'm really concerned. You should go get that checked out." It's like yeah. those mm. little, those little moments.
0: She's um, not dragging her to the doctor. It's like she's right, just right, like right, suggesting, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <clears throat> right. It all feels so. I don't know. It, it, it like that family dynamic is really well drawn, especially in the first one.
3: Yeah, I it, agree with
1: that. It, you just like believe like oh yeah they fucking love each other like the all the girls you know joey king and all <laughs> joey king F- and the gang davis
0: right no mckenzie foy yeah mckenzie Foy i no. always forget that's different point person
1: um but yeah so it's it is uh, all of the family stuff's really well done because a lot of times it just gets irritable and they just start hating each other so quickly that you're just kind of like how do you even How do you even, like, stand each other? Like, how are you living the same house? Yeah, and
2: that's what I love about this, is the family dynamic was really close and, like, never really... It didn't fracture as much as you usually see, like, the whole breakdown in the family dynamic. Like, they all were having a bad time, but it wasn't necessarily, like, divorce. You know what I mean? Like, in a lot of these movies, they feel like it devolves to that kind of situation, so.
1: Mm. Which becomes so didactic and kind of like, okay, so, like, it, it also becomes just, like... Well, why do I even care about these characters if they're like if they're so willing to drop each other like like, yeah. or, like betray each other?
0: Yeah. That's yeah. Hard. Like yeah, it definitely becomes tired because like the conflict is the supernatural elements. Like the divorce is just like that's a whole other movie. <laughs>
1: right. Exactly. It becomes all this like ancillary conflict that doesn't really add up to anything. Just makes mm-hmm. thing. It just makes it like more irritable to watch. Um. But, yeah, I don't, Like, it's so crazy how. Like, I've. I hate watching these movies. I mean, I love them, but I hate them. (laughs) It's just because it makes me. I'm with you. So uncomfortable. Like, I'm. Like, I. It's one of those few times where I'm looking at the runtime in a good way. In the sense of, like, (laughs) this is torture. I need this to end. How much time left? But also, like, I need to finish it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like it's like going to the doctor's like I'll go, but I, I don't I don't really want to. Like, it's... You I mean, Mary, you
1: should you you I bet you're just kind of like hearing all this and just like, oh my god, these wusses because you you're someone who's <laughs> no, done not at all, you've though. gone through so like, much horror.
2: I mean like I don't I don't think that cuz I feel like everyone like is scared of shit like i i still get scared of stuff sometimes like not as easily like this i watch this and i laugh and i have a great time but i still jump at jump right. some shit but like i am a terrible person to ask something is scary because i my friends are like i'm not asking you because you say shit's not scary and it's fucking terrifying and i'm like sorry uh, I watch,
0: not, like, you're I, not I, like, wrong but i so
2: many horror movies i just like am desensitized at this point mm-hmm.
1: no.
0: yeah i it, feel it's, like i've like like our... seen
1: a decent amount of them I feel like I've seen, like, a good amount, and I'm still, like, and... But it's not... Ne- I'm, like, I'm never, like...
2: Cling to that. It's a great... It's still a great feeling. I mean, like... <laughs> it is. I'm... I'm... I'm...
1: Envy. I envy you. I envy you. But I could not watch both of them back-to-back. There was just no way. I, I like, had to decompress after... You know, oh, I
2: interesting. Okay. I,
1: so, I mean, I... And, and what I mean back-to-back, I mean, like, I saw the first one one day, and then I saw the second one another day. Like, I didn't, like... I didn't, like, watch them, like, straight together because it's like mm. i'm exhausted i can't go through that again and i had to hype myself up to watch the second one because i'm like i know what's how it's gonna make me feel but like i've seen like a well, few gallows like i've seen the argent like i saw like i watched um was it deep red the argento film and that's a great horror film but i'm not but it never get. i mean well actually there are some pretty like gnarly jump scares but like I think for some reason it's mostly like this. A, a lot of the modern stuff, which I know kind of sucks, because a lot of the modern stuff can not like can like lack a lot of that craft of like tension building. But like the jump scare, like hot like the jump scare uh, revolution or uh, industrial complex um, mm-hmm. that were kind of, that we've been in in the last like twenty years or so is like I don't know, man. Like that, like I, like the first Halloween, I don't really get that scared at. Besides maybe the one shot of like near the end where the light like where like uh michael's in the background and you don't see him until it just barely shows his face Mm -hmm. at the last second through the light that's like the one shot that freaks me the fuck out but everything else i'm just kind of like watching be like this is a great movie but i'm not like actively like jumping and like like crawling or like you know my skin is crawling or whatever like this but like for some reason the one Kind of vibe, you know, like the not the elevated, like not. I mean, also like her, even like hereditary, which I know people were like, nah, it's not that scary, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That shit. Yeah, I don't the shit,
2: fuck like. you're talking about. That shit's terrifying. Fuck mm. you. Right. <laughs> right. That shit is terrifying.
1: Right. It's so interesting because yeah, I talked to so many people who are like, yeah, I didn't find that scary. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, I'm a, like, I'm a sca- ca- scaredy cat. Like, it's all <laughs> yeah. It's I didn't
0: scary, I didn't find scary it scary either. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's yeah, totally
3: right. right, right. Yeah, uh... right.
2: right. <laughs> so that one got under my that one got under my skin.
1: <laughs> and, and, and not even just to single out hereditary. It's just like so many movies, I feel like I'm like, oh, that scared the shit out of me. I'm like, oh yeah, nothing. That was nothing to me. I'm just like, I don't I don't know how you live, man. I don't I don't get it.
2: Or well, they're lying to seem cool.
0: That's also possible. Yeah,
1: I also think it's the. I also think it is the desensitized, like the thing you're talking about. Especially like when I talk to like you know other people who just watched so much horror, and it's like yeah, it could be like just
0: Ari Aster's filmmaking that is just like I know what you're doing and. No, they're, I'm,
2: they're not I'm, again.
1: Not I'm, I. I mean, I use this hereditary as an example, but I feel like there's a lot of conversations I'm in where they're like, "Oh, I didn't find it that scary." I'm just like, oh, okay. "Well,
2: I mean, but I also I, think I, that like scare, like obviously being scared is so." like, individualized, too, because, like, movies like The Witch scared me, but, like, because it didn't, like, jump scare me, but, like, it got under my skin and was, like, an existential kind of scare, which Mm, I appreciate even more than the jump scare, because it, like, will needles into your brain. Like, there's been a couple movies like that that I really appreciate that just kind of, like, sit with you and fester rather than, like, scare you in the moment. And those are the kinds of movies I really love. The ones that, like, sit with you.
0: But, and, and yeah, and I think the case with it here, like, I feel settled in to um to the movie's pace and it's it's not like it's building dread like everything is just an overwhelming sensation like I think the Conjuring 2 is a little bit um mm-hmm. but with the first it's it's like it just I'm played like a fiddle and I am manipulated and it's a great feeling to know like wow that really like I did not
2: but like, you, you know the jump coming. Scare is coming. but like, even if you see the jump scare coming, it still gets you. It's like, Ooh, you oh, did it. I you know. did such a good job. Oh, absolutely. Doing, like with the yes. hands, the clapping game, like you fucking know those hands are going to pop out of the jump. Oh and God. Clap, but clap. you still get yeah. fucking scared. Cause that shit's scary. You're like, it's going to happen. And I hate that it's going to happen. Like
3: I yeah. can't do it. Like I know what's it, going to happen. happen.
0: Like this, like no, so without good. even ghosts in this, in the picture, this is a dangerous game.
3: Yeah, oh,
2: check off's hi- and... che- hide and go clap. <laughs> like you know, right? It's really come it's, back it, a it, yeah. Later. I love that. you like, up of that. well, that was so that's awesome. gonna fucking pop up at some point with some goddamn ghost doing it.
1: Right, because that trail that, that was like the highlight of the trailer. That was the end. Yeah. point, is the clap that was mm-hmm. always the big thing of that. Like of when they were like show, like showing the like uh, the conjuring. It's like it's that one. It ever. I always thought of it as the oh, it's the movie where the person claps and the and the like. And, yeah. Uh, and the candle goes out. Mm-hmm. But what um, I also think right, about that movie right.
2: is that that wasn't the only thing. Cause you know, the trailers nowadays, like really do be spoiling literally every scare and like right. movies, like that was a scary part, but it wasn't like, it didn't give away like the best parts or like there was more scares to be had than that one moment. Cause I feel like a lot yeah, of trailers, I don't know. You're like, like, look, you all the scares at once. And you're like, well, that sucks right
3: <laughs>
0: why am i going Thanks to see this now to what am i what else am i going to see
2: it's... <laughs> what is gonna happen
3: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> is there anything else that's happening
1: i it, it's a, i don't know i don't remember the trailers too well but i don't think they give anything away not really with the all the stuff at the in the basement uh when lorraine falls down and has to in like deals with the witch
0: directly or not oh witch, god but she's mother. falling down those stairs Ugh. Yeah,
2: Normally. people falling downstairs is my le I hate it. Like cause I, yeah, I
0: hate just,
2: it. Yeah. Uh, bleh, uh, I hate. <laughs> it's <just laughs>
3: it's
0: exactly the sounds brain. I make. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Bleh,
0: bleh.
1: Yeah. I guess what? So I think we all agree the first one's great. What's what? What? What do you think is? Do we the think the first
0: one's better? better?
1: Oh yeah, I like the first, like the first
2: better. one better. I work yes, with people I, who I likes I the agree. Second I think one better all... than the first one, which is hilarious to me. We. I don't think that's
0: an insane opinion.
2: We fought about it. No, we? it's not insane. <laughs> no, it's yeah, not. I we, just, fought, like, we fought. about we it. We fought
0: about it. It's not insane, but we fought <laughs> about <laughs> it. No, we fought about
2: it. When you work at a horror website, you fight about shit like this sometimes. <laughs> oh, I yeah, yeah,
0: that. yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but what
1: yeah, do you I think detracts? Like yeah, sequ- yeah, what I, do you think detracts this from the sequel? In our opinion,
0: I don't. I don't know. I, I think there's just something to this this first one that's so well bottled up um it's not like it's sprawling with two but it it, i i don't know i don't know there's i think that's just explain to me
2: It just, like, the scope of the second one opens up a lot more. Like, they go across the ocean, like, like, even, like, they go to England, but then they also, like, Valak is introduced as, like, the kind of- And it's a
1: personal vendetta, kind of.
2: Yeah, and, like, I think they kind of expand the lore in a way that- I don't think it's done poorly, but I think it's a lot more to take in, and I kind of, like you're saying, kind of like the more contained nature of the first one a little bit better. It um, loses
1: the intimacy a little bit
2: yeah and like i get what i think they kind of realized like the franchise potential so i think they started open like oh so now we can make the annabelle movies we can make the nun now like okay Hmm. but one of the annabelle movies actually isn't terrible i will say that annabelle comes home is actually kind of fun um but i think what about
1: the sandberg one i hear that one's kind of good which one the uh it's the sequel creation
2: I don't think I saw that one.
1: Oh, okay. Because I know people, like, you know, the first one's, like, bad studio schlock, and the second one's, like, oh, it's actually kind of well-made uh, by and David F. Sandberg.
2: The third one, I think, is Annabelle Comes Home, and that one's kind of, like, a hilarious, weird, like, creature feature thing that was, like, yeah. I saw in theaters kind of drunk, and I had a great time <laughs> watching <laughs> it. I was like, this is actually not a bad time. Um, right. But... And then I think there's
0: a second nun coming, is that?
2: I think yeah, so. And, fun. like, yeah. the nun... I would watch The Nut with, like, friends and, like, kind of drink or whatever, or not, whatever the fuck. Just, like, have, like watch it with friends. Like, it's fun. It's not good, but, like, it's a good time. It's have you those, seen like... La Lerona? No, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn. Well, I... Which...
0: Wasn't there two La
1: No, no, this is, yeah, oh, but the, this, the, this this is the one
2: that's one. in the Conjuring universe. The one that actually was um, made in Central America is incredible. But the one with mm. the Curse of La Llorona with white people in it. I have not seen. Um, <laughs>
0: right. Yeah.
1: Uh, poor poor the, Linda the, Cardellini.
2: I know, but the guy who directed The Curse of La Llorona directed the third Conjuring movie.
1: Chavez? Um, Michael Chavez, right. yes. I
2: think? Yeah, yeah. and like, again, the third one. that's right. Not terrible. Not great, but I actually, you know, it's decent.
1: Have any of the um, Juan uh, acolytes turned out to be anything soup? Like, I don't know, like the non direct. Like, I feel like there's always a story of, like, oh, you know, uh fucking James Wan picked out this director and like I don't, think, they, I don't like, think
2: any of them have done like
1: <laughs> Well I mean first. I guess F. Sandberg is the closest since he like he's now doing Shazam and like Oh that's right Did lights did lights out. He's probably the only mm. one that really like And like if you that. count Winnell even though they're more they're more contemporaries than they are like mentor and mentee.
2: Oh mm. Corin Hardy did the the nun. Who's that? he is um a british he's a british director he did the movie the hollow which is a really good irish horror movie about the fae the fae folk. Ooh. it's really good um Ooh. okay i, would, I recommend um, it it's gorgeous yeah i would shit. i would like it's that really good it's glorious that sounds that sounds very very Incredible. good um Um, yeah, the second, the second one, like, it's based on of the Enfield poltergeist, which is another like actual thing that I happened, and I think in the UK one... it was
0: actually called colon the Enfield case.
2: Oh, it was. Was it called yeah, that in the UK? Yeah, that makes yeah. Sense, the Enfield poltergeist is like a huge deal, and the last podcast on the left, I love them, did a really good yeah. series on the Enfield poltergeist, um, which was really fascinating because like that shit was terrifying like the actual case is actually really interesting like i don't know what actually happened but like so many people corroborated the story that something fucked was going on there like it was really fascinating that like a lot of people became involved and were like i don't fully understand like what is actually happening to this family um
1: i mean that actual tape that they play in the credits is fucking nuts
3: Mm. yeah yeah
1: like the girl actually talking like that's a real thing like i didn't doctor that
2: yeah so i mean like the case is really i think it's terrifying i don't know i don't know if the movie definitely got to the core of how terrifying this the story was because i think again like it's adam lorraine warren as the focus a lot of the times like we need them to be the superheroes but i still like i think the crooked man shit was absolutely Mm (laughs) horror like absolutely not like Mm. Again, really well crafted. I just the first one was better.
0: Yeah, and I and it's like sort cartoon. of like the uh the hide and clap sequence being the pivotal force in the first trailer. I remember that being like the thing in the in the trailer when you have Ed and Lori sitting down with the other priest and being like, This is an eleven year old girl, but it sounds like a seventeen year old man. And I like how much in two they're like this can't be right like this can't like we've seen some shit but it's like yeah is, is this a hoax like and that's kind of like a much bigger question uh here yeah
1: yeah i don't really like all of the clairvoyant stuff going on i, I think it's just too much i think like the idea of bat like balik cl- you know like clouding uh lorraine's sight, and also that she has yeah, this like prop not pro- I- like this this, like future site of like right, of, right. How um, much, like, more oh, sight, yeah.
0: uh, Psych... Oh my god, not psychotic, but um, sci fi, it's uh, no, um, like, uh, she's psychic, <laughs> like, yeah, like, psychic. Sci- right. psychic. Yeah like not powers but it's like abilities like it's weird yeah like she becomes a superhero it's turned up a few more dials than i prefer well
2: yeah and like you know like in a bunch of the 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 ghost hunting shows that lorraine warren is in like she is like the medium like she can speak to the other side and like that's like her thing is like she has these otherworldly abilities like in real life too was the thing it was like she can talk to spirits and like and can't do it as well as she can like she doesn't need tools like she's like a natural conduit for like paranormal energy and right. like she is... and again in the movie she's made even more like superhero-y i feel like, like especially because she has those visions of what happened and like can see the past and the future simultaneously like some dr manhattan motherfucker um right but
1: the best use of it is in the opening scene in the amity bill stuff when she like she lo- like doing that like the like she has like this imaginary gun that she cocks back and forth, and she pictures shooting all of the family. Like it's really affecting. Yeah, her, so.
2: that's mm. fucking. Weird. Yeah, that was pretty.
1: And Vera has this like completely blank face. Ugh, I love
2: like, her. Really... I yeah. As much like, as Vera I has like this like,
0: stillness part. and wisdom about her. That's like yeah, yeah, really really good. As,
2: as much as I don't like the real people, I like to pretend that these are not based on real people and are just. Right. Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga being sweet cupcake people. Patrick for the, Wilson is for so the Lord, goddamn unfortunately. fucking charming. Like, and, I don't, like, yeah. caress his face and give him a little kiss on the cheek. I just want like, to go, like, I love you, Mwah, <laughs> Mwah.
1: I, Mwah. like, my, like, when he does his... I bet Elvis he'd love that.
0: And... He just He's just the kind of person that'd be like, oh, well, thank you so much for that. I, I really, I really, he, um, I, I love Elvis. the movie, too, like, yes.
1: His Elvis impersonation and oh, when my he word. does that song, yeah. my meant like I like like my panties dropped to the floor. I don't know how else <laughs> to put it. It just was like, oh, I'm I'm sold. Like I, he's like, oh Jesus, like my heart swooned. The moment I was not does, prepared like, for the Elvis serenade
0: at all. Right? But like, oh,
2: like, whoa,
0: Elvis like... has left the building. <laughs>
2: I love. That oh person. God, what the... I think he is him and El- yeah, Bob just like a
0: Underrated forever, still.
2: horror daddies. And he I must. Watched... Oh. oh, go ahead. I just rewatched Hard Candy recently, and like while mm. he is disgusting in that movie, like he's still incredible. Like he's a <laughs> fucking asshole, like gross in that movie, but he's always been so cute. He
1: and James must love working together. Absolutely yeah. adore each Aqu-
2: Aquaman.
0: Other. Aquaman. Aquaman uh right insidious i I think he's he's returning for aquaman too and
1: And james says never really worked with like quote-unquote movie star before aquaman and still kind of hasn't
2: he's got got his people. i feel like he's got his people that like love working with him and he's like you're cool but
1: he's still really successful
0: yeah mike flanagan is the same way too
1: Yeah, yeah but he's never had to hitch his ride to like a movie star which is interesting. No, because like, said,
2: like, like you said, I guess like Furious Seven, he had some of the movie stars, and then in Aquaman, he had Momoa, it's like fucking Nicole Kidman in Aquaman. Yeah. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And then some other people, <laughs> and right? And right. I'm like who was in Aquaman?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it, like the front Besides, but like even the con- like, it's just crazy that like you would think in the country too. I'm like, okay, they're gonna bring up the big guns now since the first ones are so successful, and it's like now it's like a bunch of character actors. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, Francis O'Connor's great in it, as the mom.
1: Right, everyone's good in the, oh, like, right. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I think, I think the, like, main kid's really good in the sequel. Yeah, I think she's really, like, really super, super terrifying. Um, yeah, I, I the sequel, what, what, I think what it loses for me is... Kind of like the moment the Lorraine stuff or the uh, war, sorry, not, the Warren stuff becomes so central. Like there's the first half where it feels very different. Like there are two different storylines going on, and but like the family in England is taking a lot of the primary focus, and they feel so helpless, and like everyone's kind of being like, "You're fucked." I don't know what to do, like that, and like low scares really again building that tension instead of instead of throwing it all at the wall is really affecting. Um, but it is just kind of one of those things where it's like the moment they become like the main plot and the family kind of becomes the ant, like kind of fades into the background and it becomes all this like personal vendetta, clairvoyance, mumbo jumbo that I'm just, I kind of lose, like, you know, it, and it, it just gets a little less um, captivating for me. Yeah. Um, but like, there's yeah, that one scene that I fucking love that I rewound is when, when um, Ed is talking to the old man he has to turn around and if you watch very quick cl- and like the old man is out of focus because in it, it, like well the she the girl is out of focus but if you watch it just in like the blur of it you can see her face like growing and changing mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome mm-hmm. awesome Jeez, and that yeah. voice is so is so like scary
0: oh man and that one part when ed has that conversation with uh with the demon and it, it's like the camera is just locked in on patrick wilson's face uh oh, and on the it's pretty terrifying yeah yeah that's what i just said yeah oh is it oh yeah. <laughs> no you're
3: all you're all good you're all
1: good, you're all good. Oh. am i mm-hmm. no i'm a little am pissed at you no i'm joking no you're good <laughs> Um, um, yeah, no, I... It, I,
0: I think listen, point is, we love that scene. It was very, very, good. Yeah, it's very really good. good.
1: <laughs> it, it's, it's, yeah. it, it's... We can actually transition to favorite scene then, because, um, that's my favorite scene of the sequel. Um, mm. and maybe my favorite scene of the first one. I would have to go with... Fuck. I don't know. Uh, the exorcism. The actual yeah. exorcism yeah. where they're yeah. all, like, losing their fucking mind. And she's, like... Yeah. It's like the one of the more like I don't know because there's no priest there. I kind of and I kind of love that. I love that there's just no priest because it, it for any time like even though, like the exorcist is like maybe like top 3 favorite horror movies of all time for me. I think it's kind of cool that like after so many exorcist movies not, I not mean, like, the franchise, but, like, the genre itself of, like, the exorcism and how, like, some, how priests are so, like, like, they, you know, they're the people who kind of control, like, all right, the priests are here, the professionals are here, they're gonna take care of it. Mm. I like how messy and chaotic and uncontrolled it is with that exorcism because there's no priest and, like, Patrick Wilson is, like, I don't yeah. even know if I can Yeah, because,
0: like, this. which, is it one or two when they're, like, we have to do this now, we can't wait for a priest? It's one. It's one. it's one yeah okay That's it's funny. the scene i'm talking
1: yeah. about it's where it's yeah.
0: like oh my god i should shut up
1: <laughs> no no you're well, fine like, there's you're, like fine, some, you're fine.
2: some kids in a car and some in a motel and like everyone's screaming and there's shit going everywhere and there are farm- the and birds girls. The, the birds, birds are fucking falls nuts. Falls through a floor, the floor at one point, like or like right. through the wall or something. Like it's it is a the, the climax of that movie is incredible. It's just like Jesus. I forgot it how, just how was like. unrelated. Great cross
1: cutting between their like yes. assistant dealing with all the birds hitting the fucking house yes. and like he's trying to find the daughter. <laughs> yes. Great stuff.
0: Um, yeah, I like I like the all favorite? the tech and the I mean the period accurate stuff is just pretty pretty cool to to see something where it's like not like the benchmarks of seventies uh, looks. It's just like, yeah. It, I mean, it, there's craft in a James Wan movie. Like we know this, so it's, it's like, yeah. But, um, and even in what two, when, scenes? um, when Patrick Wilson gets the new camera and he's like, wow, it's so light in it.
1: <laughs> that yeah. was fun.
0: Yeah. That's my favorite scene. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it, I think Mary just, Beth, do you want to, for...
3: Oh, Jack, you go, you go. No, yeah. No. For
0: putting, both of them together, I loved, um, the climax of two. I think it's, I think it's just like pretty riveting. Um, like the rain coming down and the realization on the train, uh, just like mentioned some things that we're, um, we wouldn't have, uh, time to, to touch on, but it's like, you know, like that, that's all like really good. It's all like just enough of a, uh, pace. To be like okay well this is still pretty scary like there's there's a lot of like things going on where you're not losing control of mm-hmm. the actual scene
2: yeah um okay so my favorite scene in the first one i talked about the sheet scene but i also really like the scene with the guy. seat like i think it's the cop the cop I yes remember. yes that's where, so like, fucking scary the woman like guides him and is like shh, and like walks to, like through the door and like jumps out of space right. and like that always gets with her w- wrist slit yeah and with her it's wrist, so yeah. good it's really good that's one of my favorite moments mm. and then the second mm-hmm. one um i mean the crooked man scene obviously i'm also a big sucker for a scene where all the crucifixes turn upside down slowly that was pretty dope like i like Again, your scenes are great, but, like, for some reason, those scenes always get me in any movie where, like, all the, all the fucking crosses turn upside down. I'm just like, yep, terrifying. Like, that will always get me. But, yeah. Catholicism oh.
1: is scary fucking shit.
2: Yeah, and then oh. also, um, I think it's the second one where they see Valak walk into the office where the painting is. And That oh. whole like carefully construct like that constructed moment of her like looking for something in the office and like the lights kind of like the whole way like the, the light is shadows are played with in that sequence is also really fucking good. That Ron part is really in gets his to me.
1: Fucking bag in that scene. He's just like, yeah. I'm gonna take my sweet ass time with this, and you're just gonna yeah. sit there and be mm. fucking terrified. Yep. Yeah.
2: So I really love that scene. Um, I I yes. revisited that scene. For like, I was editing a video a couple weeks ago and like watched that scene a couple times and was just like Jesus fucking Christ no more of this I cannot do this anymore oh, I know I must watch again <laughs> but yeah like that's another I think that's I can look my away
0: save fa- my favorite um, that yeah and I and also like something that just dawned on me for Conjuring too like it came out in a summer of like pretty bad summer movies like there was, there was just nothing going on and this was like oh wow this is actually like made by a director oh. and it's interesting, but yeah. yeah. Was it
1: 2015 think, or
0: 2016?
1: 2016. Yeah, I don't. Jesus. Yeah. Time is. Fake. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I can't think of anything that great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you but, have? Do you have a quick Jack? Did you have a favorite for the first one?
0: You, no, I mean I I took it just as like for both of them. I I think the classics and two is especially great. Um, uh i like when ed and lorraine are introduced to us that they're at a setting um excuse me uh they're at a setting they're treated as professionals um and then you have carolyn coming to them and she's like and you are like it feels very like seven. It feels like not only is it taking place in the 70s, but it feels like a movie from the 70s. You know, like all the coming,
1: hairdos and outfits you know. are really well done and crafted yeah. to make it really feel like. Like
0: um, people refer to us as ghost hunters, paranormal activists, like, but we want to be referred to as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Like, that's the big moment that, like, wow, these, these characters are very well drawn. And, but
1: Yeah, no, I like that scene too. I mean, the. Annabelle opening sequence is very just like, I I, I love it. I think that's when I feel like if I'm in the theater, I'm going to start fist pumping and I'm just like, you know, just like, oh yeah, that's great Like It Juan, starts Juan, off so Juan, well Juan. You're just chanting yeah, that exactly. in the theater yeah. <laughs> And the beauty of it just being like, well that's not the movie, that's just to get you all situated, yeah, that's just exactly. to get you comfortable yeah.
0: yep. But I think it's we can great. all agree with Mary Beth and just be like, well these are just movie characters, these are no lo- no more of that Like. No just, real just that it just stops there, just nice. just that
1: <laughs> I've heard I, I heard there was one interview I've heard with the writers a long time ago, um and they're like, they treat it so like, oh no, this actually happened, and at the time since I didn't really watch them, I was like, oh, okay, whatever, mm-hmm. and then I've seen them now, and I look back and, I'm uh, like, Chad and I'm Carrie like, Hayes, those are the writers, yeah. yeah, like they're like, oh no, like you know, we really went through all of it. We went through all of their stuff, and it's like, yeah, no it really like, really did kind of happen. And it's just like, all right, guys, fuck off.
0: <laughs> um, it's a little bit how you got pissed at the writer of Blair Witch. Like, <laughs> oh yes,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was his name? I already forgot it. Um, <laughs> don't worry about it. But yeah, just all of that. Like sometimes I think writers, especially, just take themselves way too seriously about shit. It's Just like, all right, come on, mm-hmm. just like yeah. calm down. <laughs> like you know, it's an easter. It's actually an easter egg for like Wizard of Oz or whatever. I'm just like, fuck, you just stop. <laughs> just stop it. Shut up.
3: Right, right, right. I fucking
1: hate you. <laughs> Right. We'll try to force yes. anything
2: yeah, right. into your movie. <laughs> just, <laughs> right,
3: exactly. let let it yeah, just let us. Yeah, just let us watch it, it and yeah, shut the yeah, fuck yeah.
1: up. I sometimes <laughs> I just want that. Sometimes, like I'm, the director, fine, whatever, say what you want. But like, I, I know that's like that's kind of harsh of me because like I know directors and like r- r- directors are given way more credit than. We're still are, but close
0: collaborators too.
1: I just feel like writers though sometimes just like they really put something onto their movies that I'm just like, shut the fuck up. I swear to God, just like. Cool it! Like it's there's a level like, oh, of pretentiousness
0: okay. for screenwriters that you associate so often. So yeah. I, I mean that's understandable. I, um, I we
1: know plenty of screenwriters, so you know, no offense, but <laughs> of, like sometimes.
0: Um, Mary Beth McAndrews, this has been an absolute blast to have you back here. Um, please come back. The
1: horror we, queen. You want to
0: Um, again, um, where can everybody find you if you're working on anything? Currently? yeah.
2: So you can follow me on Twitter at anything. mbmcandrews. Um, I host two podcasts, um, Scarred for Life. Which is at SCARD Podcast, where my co host Terry and I talk to people about the films that scared them as kids. And then I have Watched Once Never Again with Daxie Bobbin at Wona Podcast at W O N A, where we talk about disturbing cinema that isn't just horror. Um, so those are the two podcasts. I work for Dread Central. Uh, so follow Dread Central at Dread Central. Lots of great editorials, videos, cool horror shit. Give us a follow. Um, I'll have some cool news coming up in in a couple weeks that people should be looking at my socials for, so that'll be cool. And yeah, that's all I got.
0: Yeah, which you're going to announce yet. now. You're going <laughs> to... No, yeah, yeah. exclusive, exclusive. no, I'm wait. so sorry. Yeah. I'll
3: get in contact. of trouble. Maybe next time. Yeah. Maybe next time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And that
0: next time is now. So what <laughs> no, would you like to announce? <laughs> no, that's no, fine. No, you can text me. You can... I'll, I'll keep a secret. No, no, I'm just kidding. But you can... Seriously. You can. Um. <laughs> no, no, I want to know. No, I wanna actually... Like, I'll, tell what is the, what you... I'll tell you when we stop recording.
2: I'll tell you when we stop recording.
0: No, no, no you... Sh- no, you secrets. shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. You, you
2: get should. the secrets. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, oh, my turn. Yeah. Uh, yes, your turn. <laughs> my socials are Jackie Draper on Twitter and I'm Draper 7 on Letterboxd. My thoughts are there on film as well as Medium, where I've done some write-ups there, as well as The Simple Cinephile, written out various places. Um... Next week is Train to Busan with Jared Gilman, Um, not yesterday, right? No, of course not. No, no. No, no it I wasn't yet. Yeah, so we didn't
1: record that yesterday or anything. And I didn't no. maybe get confused of the release dates in that recording either. That, that I maybe happened.
0: forgot to tell you or something. Yeah,
1: no, no. It, we, we're professionals here. We don't get things <laughs> confused. Like, we're yeah. on top of it. And I didn't
0: mean to put you in the hot seat for for right. that moment. No. Right. Definitely no, didn't happen. Didn't... We're... Didn't
1: happen. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know, know. you are still talking yeah. about it. Just we're just doing happen. a bit. Um, no. Wait. No. We're not. Yeah. No, we're being serious. Being very serious.
0: Horror month has been a blast. Um, you know, like where this has been like an absolute uh, necessity to have you on for this themed month. And you yeah, for having just, me. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: Uh, everyone can follow me at Birds of Clay on Twitter and on Letterboxd. And follow me on Instagram at Mister Clay Williams. You can follow the podcast Twitter account at ETT Pod. You can follow the podcast Instagram account at Exiting2010s. Uh, you can subscribe to us on any podcast platform you listen to us to, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, whatevs. Uh, share us on your social medias, rate and review. Uh, do what you got to do to get the word out. Really appreciate all your support. Be good to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Maybe get mention vaccinated.
0: us at a seance if you're like, oh, hey, I'm at an exorcism don't. right now. Um don't. You should check out the screen. We bar, don't want that but, audience. Oh.
1: No offense. We don't want seance oh. audiences. Audiences from
3: no, the joking. grave.
1: God.
0: You mean yeah, don't... say audience say, I'm trying right. to combine them. I
3: quit. All right. So, yeah, I,
1: I, I, I <laughs> see. Delete the episode. Let's okay, delete it.
3: <laughs> We're going to do it over ghost... again. You guys ready? And if there's We've a just been ghost vamping listening. this
0: whole
1: time. <laughs> right. If there's a ghost <laughs> listening, don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. That's, that's all I got. I don't fuck
2: with you- <laughs> Oof, boy oh boy sorry about that
1: no you're good um yep and yep stay, be good to yourself get vaccinated wear a mask do what you gotta do stay safe um and as always trans rights are human rights stop asian hate black lives matter free palestine we'll catch y'all next time on exiting to the 2010s <laughs>